Defense. We're going to talk about defense today. That was the highlight. In the year of 2022 for the NFL... The defense. defense, defense, defense wins championships, guys. Yeah. Oh, and apparently that Ask is Aaron all Donald. the NFL cares about. Um, man, we got through a lot of games today. We got through a ton of stats. Um, we're gonna play a fun game today. Stick yeah. towards um, the end to hear me collapse. Kind of, kind of, I mean, <laughs> Grant, we were, yeah, we Grant went through a lot of emotions today. Yeah, um, <laughs> every Sunday. He also Sunday. he also stopped talking for a solid twenty five minutes in the middle of this podcast. Yeah, uh, it became probably. a two man conversation. Um, you're talking I mean, about you talking about your guys' teams. Like, no, that, that's what happens when you're like a full on Pacific Northwest. We were fan. doing rundowns of the games. You, and no, no, you no, just no, disappeared. No, 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 no. It's like you went and took a dump in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> like you were just gone. Well, my team did. Yeah, your team so, did. Yeah. And we'll get to which one in just a little bit. Uh, join us for all the fun. Uh, lock it in for the next couple hours. We're gonna go through uh, NFL Week Four. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, special baseballs and what you should do with them. Yeah. And and uh, we, again, we've got there a fun a, game. There is a play. right and a wrong way to process. That. Yeah. And whatever Grant thinks is the right way is probably the wrong way. So uh, punch that play button. Let's go. Welcome to Sportsify for September 28th with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. Hey everybody, I'm your host Matt Novak. With me as always is Grant Hawker. Hello, hello. And on the third mic is Jameson DeFour. Yes, sir. We are here for NFL Week 3. Uh, awesome week again. We love this product. It never disappoints. And when I say it never disappoints, I mean the early games this week. Well, Those I was gonna say, disappoint. All the primetime games... Uh, Thursday night wasn't that exciting. Monday was not that bad. It was just defensive. I, okay, I, full transparency. I was at a movie. So. Okay, well, it's, you, the, it's the Cowboys. You missed Giants. Daniel Jones running for his life. Well, <laughs> so it was I don't think I'm really watch. missing much in that. Uh, we'll but. we'll drop our first stat of the night: twenty four QB pressures on Daniel Jones last night. That was also brutal. He continues zero yeah. and nine in primetime games. Oh, Daniel, that's Jones. a nice streak. Well, he also continues to play for a horrific team that never wins games. Yep. Uh, except for the first two this year, obviously. Yeah. But uh, speaking of that, uh, the Giants had gone into last night undefeated. We now only have two undefeated teams left in the NFL. Uh, the Miami Dolphins pulled it off. Uh, I don't know who would have picked them and pick them. Uh, it was definitely me. Um, and the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, who we have just sung praises on endlessly and will continue to, uh, are still undefeated. Uh, all these games went down to the wire this week uh, in the morning. Though That section of games was incredible this week. Uh, it was kind of crazy, just one after the other, and and not necessarily the outcomes at all that we were thinking. Uh, Miami kind of pulled it off there at the end. Um, we thought for a while the Lions were going to take down the Vikings. We were super pumped about it and lost a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. Um, it was a whole bunch of stuff just coming at you really fast. Uh, maybe as you were wrapping up church on Sunday, uh, I was in a car driving back from a service out in, uh, on the eastern side of our state, and um, it was just a super fun morning of football. Um, but uh, let's unwrap the gift of NFL Week 3. We're going to dive deep into the details. Our instant reaction this week is going to start with the first team uh, that we had mentioned uh, here at the top, Miami. I 
love what this team is doing. I did not at all expect them to be able to take down the Bills. Uh, in the sense of like, I didn't expect them to be able to beat them, beat them. But then some stuff happened as the week went along. Uh, a couple of injuries uh, came out. I mean, uh, that, Micah Bills, Hyde, that Bills secondary. Very oh, decimated. Man, yeah. that decimated. was brutal. Uh, Jordan Poyer was also out for the week, but Micah Hyde is moved to the IR. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to miss the rest of the season. Uh, Jordan Poyer being out at any point in time is bad for them, but then they were down to both of their rookies at corner as well. So n- didn't have their starting uh, safeties. We're already starting one rookie corner, had to pull in the other one um, just to get through the game. Miami didn't exactly explode offensively in this game like they had earlier, mm-hmm. um, but they did absolutely enough uh, to get the win, obviously, and were able to defensively uh, do a great job against the Bills uh, overall. Held them on some key third downs. Uh, really did a great job of getting after Josh Allen, which is super hard to do. Um, he still had a good game overall. Yeah. Uh, Singletary, by the way, showed up. If you, for some stupid reason, I, were starting Singletary this week, or if you had him in a deep league, maybe. I I, I'm not going to lie. I uh, One of my leagues went in and swooped him up, all things considered, with the uh, Micah Hyde injury. I was like, you know what? Uh, I think it was like Sterling Shepard. Because he went out with an ACL, yeah. which we'll, we'll probably get to. I was like, I don't really have like any spot of need, but I have one more spot on the bench. May as well just go yeah. in there, swoop him up. Did you start him? No, I just did that like today. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. I was like, oh, let me just look at my lineups, uh, pick up somebody. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying it for a long time. The dude's been a dud um, for the most part, if you're a fantasy owner, um, and has not been able to produce a consistent running game. I think it was the number one thing holding them back. They went out drafted a running back this year, which we talked about extensively as maybe the heir apparent, but all of a sudden Singletary's like playing for his job in a contract and mm-hmm. playing much better. Um, but overall, I mean, the Dolphins, 20 quarterback pressures, 10 QB hits, four sacks on Josh Allen is tough to do. Not just because he's elusive, because the dude's a monster and he's super hard to bring down. Yeah. Um, um, I have a, a stat. It's not really my stat of the week, but I... I uh, took a screenshot of this because I knew it would come up during our conversation for this game. Um, it's obviously a game that, like, on paper doesn't make sense how the Bills lost. Um, Josh Allen attempted 63 passes. Tua attempted 18. <laughs> the Bills had the ball for 20 more minutes, ran 51 more plays, and only punted once. And the Dolphins won despite having 212 yards of offense and possessing the ball for under 20 minutes. Jeez. It's like the definition of Ben don't break, basically, on defense. Well, so that, I, but also, I mean, I think that's something we'll talk about here in a second. They definitely, um, the Bills did not help themselves Fair. Um, in this game. Um, I, I remember, like, the last play of the game, uh, wide receiver, I don't know who it was, but Davis or something, did not get out of bounds. It wasn't to make, Davis, it wasn't McKenzie, it was somebody else that I am okay. not remembering. But he, he 100% could have just gone out of bounds um, and didn't and try to get, like, three extra yards, which is not worth it, because then... You know, there's five seconds left on the clock. So I think that was, that was, that was a huge mistake. That's on, when you have offensive coordinators spiking their headset and playbooks and everything. Yeah, that they like, get their hands like on. he 100% could have. Great he, video. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. I, I used that a couple times on Twitter this week. <laughs> um, but that was a big mistake on their part. I think that it would have put them in range to, to potentially get a, get a field goal. Um, but I don't, I don't know what was happening there. That's why you, you run the two-minute drills. You run that often in, in practice and in training camps. 
Um, so I'm sure that guy's really getting the yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, getting chewed out. To me, um, I thought they mostly lost the game. Like all things considered, that it was you're playing in Miami in September. You can't really prepare for like 90 degrees, 80 percent humidity, whatever. So people were right. just exhausted all game. But to me, that game was lost even before that. Yeah. When uh, you get the butt punt, and then actually, I think this was right before the butt punt that caused the butt punt. Yeah, if you yeah. have not seen that video. It's go hilarious. watch go watch it um, it's incredible but uh josh allen on fourth and goal short hops a ball yep. and that's when i was like i this game i think is over and then you know butt punt happens and you're like oh maybe there's something left and i you know i'm never in the business of do- doubting josh allen in a two-minute drill at this point but i i was like I, I think with everybody cramping up with how weak this team has looked uh today i i think them losing that opportunity on a fourth and short not being able to punch anything in there. I was like, that's pretty much it. Let, let, let's run them through real quick. Uh, we'll, we'll finish up this game in just a moment and kind of uh, look ahead to uh, what these teams have going on. Because we, we know that the Bills, we, you know, they've first two weeks and going into the year, uh, most people had them at the top of their power rankings. They were sitting atop the NFL power rankings prior to this loss. And they've only moved down to two. I mean, there's a two-point loss in a game you could have won, but but here's all against the a things. Good team. Yeah, against a good and team. And I think obviously. if you play this game on a neutral site, then we honestly probably have a better or a different outcome, not necessarily a better outcome. Totally possible, crazy, but this but. is what they did to themselves. Um, Allen had a potential go-ahead t- touchdown, uh, skip off the turf that, w- that we just talked about, or that Jameson just mentioned. Um, the uh, He fumbled inside his own 10-yard line on, this, on uh, the second possession. That gave Miami field position an easy first score. Um, uh, Tyler Bass, their kicker, uh, shanked a 38-yard field goal in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's the game right that there. That would be the game right there. Matt Milano, their linebacker, dropped a would-be pick six that was basically right to him. Uh, Gabe Davis didn't hang on to that late touchdown. Then on the final drive, Isaiah McKenzie was the one who was tackled inbounds. Was he? Okay. And, uh, couldn't get, and then the Bills couldn't get lined up quick enough. I couldn't believe that, too. Uh, to spike the ball uh, before the clock ran out, um, that would have enabled them to take a long field goal attempt and given them a win. Would that have gone through? In all, though, I mean, look at it. Like Josh Allen threw for 400 yards. The offense generated 497 yards and 31 first downs. Uh, That was how many first downs, I believe, were in the 49ers Seahawks game. Uh, last week, the Bears uh, may not two, have two teams. gotten 31 first downs all season. <laughs> I, w- if you were to bet me, we can look. But if you were to bet me right now, I would say they don't. They're, that offense I, is. I so would take bad. the under. Um, but it, with all that, 497 yards and 31 first downs, Buffalo manages just 19 points. Um, and then Ken Dorsey, like we just mentioned, has the most incredible like losing it moment up in the box. I mean, and I don't think that was a bad thing for the team. I've no. heard a lot of different commentary on it. Like, I think Ken Dorsey showed the frustration that was appropriate for yep. what was happening. Yeah. And I think his team knows how much that dude genuinely gives a rip. I mean, they screwed that up. I think a lot of people will say, like, how inappropriate for, like, you to react this way. Like, you set the tone for right. your players, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's exactly why I think it's fine that he did do that. Well, and to <laughs> me, I, I, would, I would much rather, as a player... Have that than have a, a coach who doesn't care, yeah. who doesn't show that he cares at all. Yeah, like we know it's it's a week three matchup and you lost. But it's but, not the end of the world. But right. that doesn't mean that you shouldn't care. I mean, we saw Dan Campbell crying 
last year and post game stuff in the middle of the regular season. And yeah. I really liked it. I was like, say what you want, but that's a guy that really cares. Even if some people are going to think that that's an overreaction or yeah. whatever. Same thing it's with guys getting fired up. To him. Yeah. If Tom Brady spikes a tablet, I'm not like, wow, look at Tom Brady. Uh, what's he going to do? Well, now he's probably going to come back with a fire. These guys are all, com- these guys are all competitors. And when they don't win, I mean, that's, that's, that's how it goes. And especially when you, when it's that, when it's all these things, the offense not getting it going, the special teams not getting it going. Um, yeah, of course it's going to happen. The, they, they hunt, the Bills should have won this game. 100%. Absolutely. It was not, the, the, and in my opinion, the Dolphins didn't win this game. The, the Bills lost it. I, and I, I totally agree with that. I, I think that's absolutely what happened here. I think one other telling stat that we hadn't mentioned yet, uh, the Bills ran 90 offensive plays to Miami's 39. Yeah. That 39 is the lowest amount of plays ran by an offense in a win in over 20 years. I, yeah. I think we would be digging into probably a New York Giants defense in the early 90s, if I had to guess <laughs> something. Yeah. Or, like or, the or possibly the, the Ravens, the Ravens uh, 2000 yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ray, team, something yeah. like that, uh, just because a, a certain quarterback named Trent wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, but something like that. Hey, yeah. you want a Super Bowl? Or the Bowl? Bucks? Well, the Bucks, the Bucks Tampa too. Maybe that that could happen this year. I feel like there. Yeah, we're gonna get into some oh, defense man. today because <laughs> there are some defenses in this league that look awesome in a game that is supposed to be offensive minded and heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, defenses the first three weeks have reigned supreme. We're gonna discuss in a few minutes the top five uh, defenses, and I'm I'm kind of excited to get to that point today, uh, just because there's a lot of good material there. There's a lot of good stuff to think about, but uh, and some incredible numbers from the first three weeks. Well, let's go ahead and jump on down to the next game. I want to just quickly touch on the Eagles. I know it wasn't like a, a super great game, but just talk about the dominance of the Eagles for a moment. If we get up to that, they were absolutely impressive this week. Um, I honestly have been all three weeks of the season. Couldn't this was supposed to be Carson Wentz's time to prove himself to say, you know, I am I'm still a great quarterback. I'm with this new team. Uh, he's got. He's obviously going to get another shot against them this year because it's an in division opponent now. Uh, with Carson being uh, with the Commanders, the Commanders' offense has been playing really well. Yep. Uh, we talked about last week how Wentz you needed to go pick fantasy. up some of their guys. Wentz also seems to, well, until weeks, this week. Yes, yes until this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, until this week. Wentz yeah. has, was getting you like you know high twenties and points yeah, fantasy wise. He was playing great. You had uh, Dotson had had uh, two really good games. I think a fifteen and a sixteen so point Samuel. for us, half point PPR types. Over 20 points for those who were in full point PPRs. I mean, there was guys. There was guys on that offense getting numbers. And then all of a sudden, in the third quarter, I saw this stat come up in the middle of this game because the Eagles didn't blank them, but they almost did. Okay, I mean, this is a one-score game here for Washington is what they ended up with. Uh, was it 27-8? Is that what I got? Mm, I think so. I th- I'm sorry. I'm just not. I didn't see this, the score up. Is the score up there? I know we're like talking in while we're doing it. I'm pretty sure this is 27 8. So, uh, we're, my we're bad. Getting to it. Uh, I oh. think it's at the bottom. Hold did it on. Freeze. Yeah. yeah. It did. Here we go. Sorry, guys. Weak production on my part. There we go. 24, oh, 24 8. 8. 24 8. So, uh, this stat pulls up that Jalen Hurts was at uh, thir- 233 passing yards, net passing yards at that point. Um, and Carson Wentz. And the commanders were at negative one. That was in the middle of the third quarter. That is how dominant that defense was out of the gate. 
uh, on Sunday uh, against the Commanders. They genuinely started resting players and rotating in defensive linemen, linebackers, secondary. They started letting their depth get some work uh, as they'd gone up by three scores. I, I can't and wait just for him to go back. Him back. Go back to Philadelphia. Oh, it's going to be magical. I hope there's no snow when he goes because they're going to rain down on him. It is going to be very loud. I mean, yeah. they booed Jalen Rager like crazy last week. Yes, they did. And he only <laughs> played on their team for like two years. And well, this is going to be one of like those, five plays for them. Mm-hmm. They they will have in whatever channels Eagles fans have. They will have organized like it's not going to just be booze. It's going to be a specific chant. Yep. Yeah, they're going to organize. That's for sure. Um. It might have the F word in it, I would imagine. It's going to have some choice dialogue. You, Carson. Something like that. Something something along those lines. I mean, and and genuinely, I think the Eagles already gave them all they could handle. We were just talking about uh, some stats on on defense from other games. Uh, He was sacked nine times uh, and sustained 17 QB hits. Not pressures, hits. Um, it was everybody getting after the quarterback. That offensive line is not good, and not not, not the, the the Eagles' defensive uh, defensive front isn't just incredible too. But that offensive line is weak. Well, and again, that's always been the thing with him with Carson was if you get him any pressure, he, it's like all he loses all of his brain cells and yeah. all of his smart the, the smartness of his brain uh, goes out of his ears his, when he's under pressure. It, it, I don't understand what he was looking at a couple times. I don't understand why he didn't throw the ball away. I will say half of these sacks, it's not like coverage sacks or just guy touching, you know, getting to his jersey right away. He was still trying to make plays. And I think that's what frustrated the Colts with him the most was the dude tried yeah. to do too much. Even the Eagles. Like that, um, that frustrated them. I mean, they, he was trying, he was never going to give up on a play. When he needs to give it, up on some yeah, plays. I that's mean, okay. It, it was yeah. magic in his rookie year. Yeah, when he had all of his knees and ankles together. Yeah, yeah. but and whenever then, well, he then tore that, that his ACL. Year, that was the second year. Yeah, against yeah. the Rams. I remember it vividly. And they still scored the touchdown because it was yeah, an ultimate dude move. I mean, here's your man card. You get to keep it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I remember all that stuff because that was peak like Goff versus Wentz drama. I was like, nah, dude, Goff's the, first, the guy. Trust the me. First, first and second pick. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, And it wasn't just the defense clicking. Um, Hertz and Devonta Smith... Uh, AJ finally got his AJ Brown finally got his first touchdown uh, this week as mm-hmm. an Eagle. Um, they were like clicking on using him. All I mean, cylinders, man. AJ is getting to touch the ball. Uh, Devonta's taking this over the top stuff. He looks bigger, by the way. Hadn't he, been watching a lot of the Eagles yet. He looked pretty big. He was he was almost my pick for uh, whatever we're we're calling the winner of the week or whatever. Dude, he was he was almost my pick when what, I was looking through stuff. I was like, wow, what a what a good performance for him. Yeah, I was to say it was eight catches, 169 yards. Uh, had a score as well. I mean, if you if you started Devonta Smith, which I highly recommend going forward, um, you had a great week uh, with him. I mean, in our league, that would have been what are we at? Twenty point nine plus six, so twenty six, almost twenty seven points. He had solid week. I, I can't remember if they were all in the same series, but there was a clip that I saw where he had three ridiculous contested catches. Well, he had the one put him right in the red zone, and then got that touchdown. Yeah, and I was both like, of those were contested. And I was like, this guy is just a little different right now. Well, I, are clicking. It was really interesting. I last thing I'll touch on in this game because uh, I know we've got some other good ones to actually get to. But mm-hmm. um, the Commanders, though, were able to move the ball in this game. I uh, 
in, I think it was starting late in the third quarter, they uh, were able to put some possessions together, also scored eight points. But in the fourth quarter, they had two, uh, twice this happened, where they had turnover on downs in the red zone. Uh, so they were driving the ball down. They just could not execute. Um, and uh, I mean, you, a couple things go a little differently. I, I think that was uh, once there was a sack on uh, um, on a, on the one of those possessions. The other ones, they just couldn't execute plays and, and uh, finish there. Um, so it wasn't like it was all bad news late in the game. But again, I think at least one of those drives was against like half of the uh, second squad, if you will. Uh, coming in, and uh, I think that commander's offense is going to be fine. I just think they were facing a great defense that was very prepared and knew its opponent very, very well, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I don't think everybody's necessarily going to have those same things uh, happen to them like happened to the commanders. I mean, Detroit did much better against the Eagles uh, than the commanders did in this game, so... Uh, but no, just just to mention, I, if you are if you're a fantasy owner and you're like, dude, I just listened to you last week and you told me to pick up Wentz. Hold on, because uh, while they do have to face Dallas this week, who we're we're going to talk about a little bit uh, here in, in a few minutes, um, and Dallas has a great front and is doing a great job getting after the quarterback. After that, they've got some games where Wentz could easily spot start for you. I uh, don't. Dotson just had a bad week. That Eagles secondary is brutal he's so, very much a matchup quarterback yeah in fantasy and he's gonna have some favorable matchups absolutely so hold on to Dotson Antonio Gibson don't take him off the list yet especially if you're in PPR with Antonio Gibson dude has way too much value there use him in your flex wherever you're wherever you want to put him but um oh my gosh <laughs> how did he even get that uh we're we're watching Grant is watching his uh uh his Mariners again this week uh still trying to make the playoffs it looks like some of the turf there in Seattle just kind of came up. Yeah, uh, a little bit they, for our center fielder. Yeah. But he made the catch. Literally fell on his knees. Uh, <laughs> our missing Julio. That Julio, like come a, back, that please. That looked like a softball catch right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. That was a, that was a Monday night uh, beer we, league special. We can talk baseball maybe next week. Yeah, well, we we're going to talk a little bit of baseball in a minute, <laughs> yeah. uh, but a, spe- a specific conversation. Uh, let's continue moving on down the list of games. We've got so much stuff to get to. I actually want to jump down to uh, a game that I couldn't believe was as low scoring as it was. Um, so I thought it was a good game overall, but the the Packers uh, and the Bucks, um, which was, you know, poises the afternoon matchup of the week. Um, America's game of the week. America's mm-hmm. game of the week. Uh, it was it was a good game. Um, I was listening to an Aaron Rodgers interview today and he was talking about how he was surprised that they were the and I should say the Packers won 14 to 12 in case you're unaware um but he was kind of surprised that uh they only had 14 points as well he's like it's one of those things where you look up at the scoreboard and you just kind of expect more and he goes and I thought we I thought we played really well he goes honestly I I felt like I had a really good game he goes there was really just one pass I wanted back um and and uh they had kind of control of this game throughout the, uh, again, defensively, Green Bay did a great job against Tom Brady, but Tom Brady uh, literally was thrown to a guy that they picked up off the street uh, uh-huh. and Cole Beasley, 
Um, they were without Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Julio Jones. Shocker. Um, so the the headline, yeah, I know the Julio Jones hate is real. Um, hey, no, no, I don't, I don't hate Julio. Jones. I don't hate Julio Jones. Oh, oh, but... I mean, as a fantasy owner, well, I'm well, sorry. Yeah, no, Do I need to preface he... it with that? I knew, I knew that's why. But well, I don't even think. It's, I mean, the dude's. I don't hate a dude because he's injured all the time. Yeah, I mean, I mean whatever. He's just Sammy Watkins. If you drafted him at all. <laughs> Just then maybe, lines. but also that's also your fault because you thought that you could that in 2022 drafting Julio Julio Jones was a good was idea. a good idea. Yeah, so a you, 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 take a that's kind of on, on him late, but I yeah he's yeah he's a late this flyer. Is exactly what I expected. Uh, well, I mean Rashad Perryman, Russell Gage, Cameron Brait, and <laughs> Jalen Darden. Neat. I, I'm not a not a knower of the name Jalen Darden. Um, we're also there and, uh, let's just say it didn't go great. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, Brady didn't, didn't have a bad game. He ended up throwing the ball 42 times, completes 31 passes, 271 yards and a touchdown. Um, but clearly they were missing that like top end playmaker. Uh, I was, if Brady got the ball there, they caught it. You know, there was nothing special on the field. Russell Gage is a stretch the field. Brashad Perryman's a big body. Um, and he can he can play leap ball for sure in the red zone, but um, Rashad's not gonna not gonna break any ankles um, as a yeah. as a route runner. So um, you know, and Cameron Brate's great possession receiver, but he's also a solid blocking tight end. Um, but yeah, the the they didn't necessarily do a bad job, but just couldn't get points on the board. Um, and I mean, for Tom Brady to only put up twelve, I mean, there's. I don't know how many games in his career he's put up less than 15, but I can't imagine it's more well, than and 10. Le- and let's be real. In most of those games, he wins those because, yeah, because sure. of the Belichick defense on the other. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was the- a lot of snow on the field and he handed it off, you know, 60 I mean, he times won a Super Bowl or whatever. Right? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he, yeah. he yes, definitely he did. did. Yeah. On the, on the flip side of that, uh, Aaron Rodgers was also playing without wide receivers this week, missing some guys. Um, and uh, dude, like got it done. Uh, now I'm. You guys know I'm horrible with the names. Okay, he's a rookie. So give me your take. Is it Dobbs? Dobbs. Dobbs. That's how I've heard it. It was Dobbs. It's Dobbs. It's D O U B S. Is his last name? I I wasn't watching this game really that closely, so I couldn't. Well, Aaron, Aaron today just in the again in the interview that I was listening to just kept calling him Romeo. So well, we're doing that. All right. Yeah, Romeo. So Romeo uh, had a great game. Um, he caught eight passes for 73 yards, got a touchdown in that as well. Um, and, uh, which by the way, Alan Lazard is a heck of a blocker for a wide receiver. Uh, saw some key blocks from him. He ended up blocking on that play, uh, that, uh, Romeo scored on. Um, and, uh, Romeo, Romeo. Christian Watson, who's supposed to be, everybody thought like the premier guy had that drop, uh, in week one. Um, he was injured this week. I uh, did not, uh, I really, or was not able to give any help. Um, but, uh, Rogers, like I said, just found guys throughout this game and, uh, both defenses did a heck of a job, uh, putting pressure. I saw both quarterbacks have to throw the ball away. I believe it was five or more times in this game. Not something you typically see Rogers and Brady do all that much. Um, and of course, like we would expect, neither one of them taking a ton of uh, deep chances. That is not who they are, either of them at this point in their career. Um, but uh, this is a tough, gritty football game. Uh, 
props to the uh, the Packers for getting it done. I uh, was a was genuinely surprised. Sometimes you got to win an ugly game. Yeah, even well, yeah, when I mean, it's early in the, the year. I don't think the Packers walked from this game like super excited for what they did because they they barely beat a team that didn't have anybody for Brady to throw to. It's fair. I mean, they, but they were also dealing with some injuries too. Oh, by the way, they got back uh, Bactari back. Uh, yep. He played. He platooned in um, on at left tackle. I think he, they got him around thirty snaps, something like that. Thirty five snaps. Yeah. Um, I know. I'm just not. That's going to be big pa- for them. I'm not later high on the season. Packers this year. Um, I just don't. I don't really believe in their team a whole lot. Um, they've shown nothing that they can do anything besides win thirteen games in the regular season. And then get ousted by the 49ers the, uh, in the playoffs. Or the, I, or the Bucks two years ago. <laughs> I, I'm definitely on the side of Grant here. I will say the one thing that is kind of nice right now is we're kind of looking at the next-gen stats of the game um, and some of the other NFL stats here as they are uh, related to this game. And Aaron Rodgers only averaged 4.7 air yards per attempt in this win, which is the second-fewest yards uh, per attempt in a game for him since 2016. And yes, they're also two and one, but he's averaging the fewest passing yards per game as a starter in his career at 228. Um, to me, that's not as much of a red flag as it mm-hmm. is almost kind of like a LeBron James approach where we know LeBron can kind of coast in the regular season. And then when it comes time, now you have a little more gas in the tank. We've seen the same thing from Brady, even though Brady went See, off again last year. Here's the but thing. he just doesn't do it in the postseason, which yeah, is the here, difference. That's what that's different is that playoff LeBron is a thing. Yeah, playoff Aaron is also a thing, but yeah. not for the same but reason. For the bad, for the yeah. bad side, I I will say the the nice thing about this is it's not the fact that Aaron Rodgers himself is coasting; is that he yeah. can because their defense is so nasty. Yeah, the defense which is playing could well. Be something different in the playoffs this year. It one of the reasons that I didn't really pick them to go as far as I've seen some other people is just because the scoring output I don't think is going to be there. But with how we're seeing football being played right now, with the exception of a handful of teams, it might be one of those weird years where it's not going to be a very high-scoring affair in a lot of these games, and that might not matter. Um, So as long as Aaron continues to do what he normally does, which is not turn the ball over, even though he did it this week, I'm not too concerned. Just like I'm not very concerned with Brady either. Like I don't really have much to take away from this game other than defense is back for now. Um, but it is kind of concerning that Aaron's not missing guys for injury. He's just missing guys because that's the roster. Whereas Brady, I would expect <laughs> later on in the season, you actually have some guys to throw to. Yeah. Um, also, do we think that he texted Gronk after Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> that would be my question. He Where very well could have. <laughs> yeah. uh, Gronk, Gronk's going to need to see a few more wins on the Bucks, uh record here. Um, yeah, I was be, gonna, it'll be like week week nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. But, and, but to chime in 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 some fairness to Rogers here, um, though we're seeing a low output, uh, he he did just play the Bucks, and we know that that defense and secondary are elite. Yep. Um, in the week prior, though they put up twenty seven points in the game, uh, he was facing the Bears, I, whose defense is also very good. Um and and has been holding opponents in terms of re- receiving. I don't yards think that that matters down. to Rodgers though. Even if the Bears defense is good to Rodgers, it's not because he owns them. <laughs> yeah, he just... he does own them, but their defense also played an immaculate game in that twenty-seven to ten win in week two. Mm-hmm. I, I would just say uh, if you look at the secondaries that he's faced so far, and even the Vikings uh, improved this year doing uh, and playing a lot uh, better against the pass so far. I mean that was a team that finished in the what the bottom three or four last year. 
in giving up receiving yards and touchdowns. And they're right now, I think they're sitting around the 15 marker uh, as I was looking at defensive stats. Their pass rush is weak, though. Uh, yes, it is overall, but Minnesota. I, but genuinely just kind of looking at it, trying to be a little bit fair and go, yeah, these aren't the easiest teams on a schedule, especially the no, last I'm two not, when I'm it not, comes to that I'm not portion a fan of, of Aaron Rodgers, but I'm not hating the guy. Like I'm not, I'm not hating like, Oh, he's, he's, he's being, he's playing trash. That's not what I'm saying. But like at the same time, I don't think that they walk away from that game. Like it's too like, Oh man, look at us. Look at what we did. I mean, you, you, you barely got a win against Brady who had nobody yeah. to throw to. Well, and we'll move down here, talk about a few others. I'll just briefly mention the Bears did get their second one of the year, uh, beat the Texans 23 to 20. Uh, not a lot I want to talk about there. Don't no. really give a rip. But I will say Texans are hanging tough in games mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know, playing hard, uh, though they don't have they're, a win yet. They're almost almost my Lions of last year where they're like, you're not going to be frisky, but you're interesting enough to watch because you can kind of hang around in games that, not to say that they shouldn't hang around with the Bears because uh, yeah. the Bears are bad, but they hang around in games that they shouldn't. They tie the Colts. Not yep. The Colts have been super impressive, but yeah, they're just one of those teams that just kind of... Hey, Baker Mayfield it. got his first win this week. Yes, yeah. he did. Uh, 22-14, uh, the Panthers take down the Saints. Uh, good defensive battle there, too. Do we need uh, a Baker minute? I'm feeling Call? really good about my Saints prediction, by the way. The Saints are booty. You are, you are um, looking good so far. We'll get some stats later that uh, might... Uh, that. support uh, <laughs> yeah. your thoughts yes. um but we we don't want to skip over what was one of the or well i would just say is the biggest win of the week um in terms of the surprise of it nobody was taking the colts over the chiefs no it felt like going into sunday it was just gonna be a slaughter the chiefs could just write or i mean the colts could write off their season and just be like hey i don't know what the heck this is but it's not working um and you know, I saw, I, I'd heard this, and then I went and read it myself. But Jim Irsay uh, tweeted out last week. He said, "Hey, everybody, relax. Like we've got all these guys coming back." At the time, he they felt like um, Shaq Leonard was going to be back. He ended up missing the game, but he was the only one. Me off. I know that's called him Shaq. Yeah. Um, and uh, but Buckner was coming back. He ended up playing. Had a great game. Um, they had Michael Pittman, Pittman was out the week before. Yep, Pittman was out the week before. Came back had an had a really good game for them again. Number one target there for Matt Ryan, and then all of a sudden that offensive line decided that they could play football again. Hmm. And uh, Matt Ryan didn't uh, have twenty quarterback plus or twenty plus quarterback pressures, which had happened yeah. um, basically in each of the first two weeks. Uh, the dude could stand in the pocket, make some throws. All of a sudden, everything's clicking. Colts end up winning this one 20-17, and good on them. Got it done. They definitely uh, cut, cut a few breaks because uh, that, spe- that special team uh, for the Chiefs did not have a good day. Yes. Yeah, when, you're, when you have Muffin Amendola punt. kicking, and he's already been cut. I, I do believe I saw a goal line play. Uh, they had a fake field goal. Yep. Um, it they was just punt as well. Yep. Yeah. Oh, they let go of that guy today. Oh, did they? Yep. Yeah. So it's yeah. uh, it was so, a, a very uncharacteristic game, but I can't really blame the Chiefs uh, because a lot of it did fall on special team stuff. Sure. Um, but there also was that good on the Colts for, for for taking advantage. Yeah. There yeah. there was I think an incompletion or something on that third down that would have essentially sealed the game, and then there was an unsportsmanlike or something along those lines where it was. Not it was like a verbal thing uh, that I think something was said to Matt Ryan and then it was enough for the ref to do it. So we don't know what was said, but um, and I can't remember who, who exactly it was. If it was Chandler Jones, 
um, that had the unsportsmanlike, but he just was like, it's nothing that I would have normally, you know, said on the field. So um, it, it was one of those things where it's like, Chris oh, Jones? Uh, yeah, I always get them too. Yeah. Uh, no, I was confused. I was like, oh, we're talking about the Raiders now? Yeah. Um, but they, they always, um, you know, they're always chatting. They're always chirping at each other. So the fact that something was said and then that was the flag, you know, whatever. But I, I was definitely surprised at the Colts hung around in that game. Obviously, we were pretty high on them to start the year, and then that was not looking too hot. Um, but also, like, losing win, bad, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it wasn't even like, oh, they're losing these close games. Like, no, these were ugly. They were, yeah. they were it, ugly I mean, showing out. The Jaguars' blowout is one of the worst games yeah. a team yeah. has literally put and out. Now, and now the tying the Texans. I mean, now the Jags are good. I legitimately think the Jags are good, but still, you can't be blowing that game like that, even though Matt Ryan was throwing to nobody that week yeah. um to me this is more of a missed opportunity for the chiefs because the bills also lost this would have been a really good chance for them to yep. kind of claim that top spot um even though you know the dolphins also won uh but that that would have really set them apart in their division uh you know with um you know denver's two and one the raiders are continuing to struggle um the chargers lost again that would have really i think given them the extra leg up in their division so it's more unfortunate that they lost that game from a positioning standpoint. This doesn't really tell me anything about the Colts that I'm like, wow, the Colts are legit. And it doesn't really tell me anything about the Chiefs not being good. Yeah. Um, so it, it was just a, a missed opportunity for the Chiefs more than anything, I think. Yeah. And and really, and obviously they were winning late, gave up uh, the game winning drive to Matt Ryan. Uh, this was his 42nd career or 43rd, sorry, career uh, game winning drive. Um, he's only, he's getting real close to the top five uh, ever in the history of the NFL and game-winning drives. Um, Him and Stafford are, are, are up there. Yeah, they're like almost neck and neck, I think, in that. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, most of Stafford's didn't mean anything for the majority of his career. Um, but one of them Congrats did. on seven wins on the season. But neither did Matt Ryan. So, uh, yeah. no, I, I, I totally agree with the perspective on the, the special teams and whatnot. Um, this, was, uh, this was really for the Colts. It was seeing what you've got in terms of depth because a lot of teams are going to know. I mean, they know you're going to go to Pittman. You're going to go to Jonathan Taylor. And so I think the the Colts have been asking themselves, what else do we have? Um, well, their rookie uh, tight end, Jelani Woods, uh, scored two touchdowns in this. And he also was the one that picked up the game winner uh, there uh, with under a minute left. So uh, they finally are kind of finding some of that depth. These are things that this is a game you got to win if you're going to consider yourself relevant. I mean, and now we look at it, just looking at the record, not looking at how it happened, but this team's won one and one in yep. a very div- winnable division. Yep. This was a game, though, that you, you, I mean, you put yourself in a position where you had to win. We were like, we, when we looked at their schedule, we were like, okay, well, they should win the first two out of the gate because it was the Texans and it was the Jaguars. And historically, yeah. well, except for the, when they go to well, Jacksonville, I, I do they, think too, they like beat on, the Jaguars. On, if but, you're looking at on paper, like, the Colts are a better team than the Jaguars. The Colts are a better team than the Texans. Absolutely. And those th- that should have happened. Yeah. So coming into this game, we were like, hey, they're probably going to lose the Chiefs. I mean, that's going to happen. And yeah. so when when the worst happened against the Jaguar, Jaguars and the second th- worst thing happened against the Texans, they were left in this position where they had to win and good on them. Got it done in the end. Um, I, you know, I gave a lot of credit already to the Colts line. I will say 
the Colts line did a great job for the last quarter and a half because yeah. early on, Matt Ryan got murdered. Uh, he did drop his seventh fumble on the ground already this yeah, year. Yeah, he's been, he's been having uh, the drops. And he Ooh. did take 10 hits. Seven fumbles in three games is brutal. When you're, when you're an older quarterback, you cannot... You, but when you have an older quarterback, you cannot expect him to like overcome that. Like, I mean, like no one does. Like, if you're that that age, these are some Kurt Warner New York Giants statistics, though. Like, this is pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Um. So hopefully, we were, we were looking for Arizona Cardinals Kurt Warner with this uh, <laughs> exchange, not yes, necessarily that's Giants. True. That's true. I'm sure that's what the Colts were looking for. But great win for them. Super big surprise. I know I was really surprised as I was paying attention to games, and I'm like, are they really gonna do this? I uh, saw the ball in hand there in late in the fourth quarter, and that was that was awesome. Uh, I know a uh, um, listener to the show and my good buddy uh, Todd was super pumped about that one. I don't always get text messages on Sunday afternoons from Todd, um, and uh, he he sent a whole bunch of exclamation marks and a yes. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, moving into some other games, uh, just real quick, the Titans called it. <sighs> yeah, I you called did. it. I yeah, got that did. one. You did get that one. I got it. We're, we're going to make fun of you later, but you oh, did yeah. get that one. No, no. There's, 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 um, I missed on the other two ones, so I think I'm so, in the same spot. Uh, but nonetheless, yes, that is true. I, I'm, I'm, I'm owning that one and inviting you all to suck it. But more <laughs> importantly, the Raiders are not good. The Raiders are not good, and they're particularly and exactly, not good on defense. That's exactly what I had said when we were doing our AFC West breakdown. Grant hit the nail on the head. This young defense with not a lot of stars. I mean, they've got one guy up front that is doing all the work in Max Crosby. That guy right now is leading the team in tackles, not necessarily the position Ooh. you want leading yeah. the team in tackles. I um, don't know that. That's and, rough. Uh, yeah, a 24-22 loss. This game was out of control early. Uh, the Titans went up by three scores and had the Raiders pinned back with a big goose egg on the scoreboard before they started putting numbers up. Um, you know, and genuinely, I don't know what's going on here uh, because it's it, it, this should not be happening. What is happening right now? Mark with Davis this team. is not happy either. Um, I, I mean, heads need to roll. Trades need to be made. They need defensive help in the secondary so bad. It is. It is. Argue it might I don't know the statistics, but it might be one, a top three worst. I cannot de- imagine defensive backfields. I can't imagine uh, what the I want to see what the statistics Secondary. are going to look like when Mahomes and Herbert are done playing this team on their two games this year, oh, and what those stats look like because that's going to be atrocious. I Her- mean, if Herbert's Herbert playing hurt right now, so he's not able to really throw downfield Herbert as much as he are does. Worth but all the fantasy points just they'll earn half their points just bro, on those two games. It's I, like what it seems like. Absolutely. I it was just so bad looking at the numbers, looking at uh, how easy it was for the Titans to move the ball. Didn't love the let's uh let's put the ball in our pocket and just, you know, hand it off for the rest of the game vibe. I understand you have Derrick Henry on your team and that's a temptation when you're up by 3 scores. But dude, you should probably throw like every now and then so they can't literally put 10 in the box. Um and I, you know, I'm a big fan of the entire Titans coaching staff. I think it's a very well-coached mm-hmm. team led by Mike Vrabel. I've said that many times, but I didn't love the conservative approach. They almost blew this, um, but the Raiders are the well, Raiders. I'll say this uh, too. End the, up with the, the Raiders have a loss. The, the three losses are the only own three team. On, they're not one single game. Um, they've they've found a way ways to lose in every single kind of way. Yes. like So they lost to the Chargers. No one's blaming them on that. It's week one. You know, you're figuring out your team. 
also the, the Chargers are a good team. They're a better team. Um, they got more skilled positions on, the, on offense and defense. But also, you absolutely embarrassed yourself week two against the you gave up blue as a 23, 23 point lead. Yep. You blow that in overtime. Um, you, 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 yeah, yeah. You Hunter Renfro fumbles it. And then you lose this where you're essentially, let's just be honest. You get blown out for most of this game. Yeah. They had to so come the, back in the fourth to make this close. And, and again, when you're, when you're up by that many scores as, as, as a, as an offense, as, as a team, you, you change your approach. Yeah. Um, as, 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 so you allow more things, you play a little softer. Um, in a lot of ways, and so it allows the team to move up the field, um, and so it puts them in a position to score some points, and like it's garbage time points, it's points that don't matter. I mean, the score makes it look like it was a close game, but it really wasn't. I mean, no. Derek Carr played awful. He had a re- that really bad pick um, that I, I saw. Played played a, a really bad first quarter, started coming around as it went through. I will say the dude ended up, I believe it was with 275 and 2, Okay, something like that. Again, I was uh, yeah. I was checking I think in you went on that 275, game. 303 three oh, three oh and two. Oh, okay. Three oh three and two. I was probably looking at his net yards. It, it was only yeah, he was only sacked one time yeah. for seven yards. Yeah, no, offensive line doing a good job. Um which is I, something that we would not seen. Yeah, and, and I would say That's as a whole, like Josh McDaniel um is doing a good job overall with the offense. He has got to figure out how to use his greatest weapon, though. I mean, Devonta Dude. Adams has basically nothing going the first three weeks. And they have got to figure out how to get week. him. He, I mean, when you look at his stats overall, like this is just bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's a poor use of him. Um, and I'm, I mean, it's it's good for them that other guys are stepping up and whatnot. But you you have a Ferrari there, and you need to let that well, thing loose. And, and again, the thing with Devonta Adams is that he needs the targets. Like yeah. he does. He's he, a volume receiver. He yeah. needs Absolutely. he needs ten to twelve targets. I mean, okay, let's go eight to ten. He was targeted ten times with only five completions, yeah. which is the problem. And yeah. they were, and, and I believe all of them were short completions. Yeah, he only had thirty six yards. Yeah. receiving, and and that is yeah, thirteen. Rough. Thirteen is the long on that. And you're paying him twenty nine million dollars, somewhere in there. Like twenty nine. My bad. Eighteen was the longest reception. Okay, so we got eighteen of those thirty nine on one. That means put four receptions into yeah, about half 20. of his, about half of his stuff was done in one. And yeah. then 21 yards, whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah. You're paying sorry, the dude a yards. lot of money. Uh, you definitely need to be utilizing him and as such. I also don't know if that's a McDaniel thing because we've obviously not seen much success out of him as a coach. It's not in New England. Well, I'm, but he's calling place. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. his offense, is his thing. And I, I, I put it on him. Like, you've got to figure, yeah, you've got to figure this out in terms of getting him in space, taking double teams away. Um, I mean, what if it was me? I'm just gonna. I, I know I'm not Josh McDaniel, and I'm no coach. But it just seems like you have a really good setup here. If you're moving trips or you're moving two to one side, putting Renfro in that slot position next to Devonta, or flipping that even, and then with Waller on the same side. If you put those three guys on the same side, you genuinely can't double. And especially if you're crossing routes. Like, it's going to be so hard to get an active double team in there. You're going to get safety help over the top for days, and you might be able to jam, uh, you know, 100 at the line for a half second, but you're not going to jam Adams and Waller uh, well at all. And it just seems to me that those route combinations are not there. Waller also, uh, steady the first two weeks, dropped off massively this week. Um, You know, just considering all that stuff, it just seems like you're missing some elements of the scheme that would really benefit uh, the team, and at times, I think McDaniel has been accused. Well, not at times; he's been accused many times of overcomplicating 
scenarios um, and not letting athletes be athletes. Devonta Adams is an athlete that you just need to let loose. And that's, that's more of where I'm going with that point is, yeah, okay, you got some targets. Um, Carr and him still developing some chemistry playing together since they haven't really done that you know, at all since uh, being in college. But Devonta Adams is good enough to make up for the lack of playtime with a quarterback. And you just need to give that dude the ball and some space, and he will do damage. And so the leading receiver for the Raiders is there is Mac Hollis. Yes. Hollins, not Hollis. Hollins. With yeah. 240 yards. Yeah, and he had a heck of a game uh, this week, too. But you're telling me that you have 2,000 yard, 3,000 yard receivers on your team, and it's this guy? Yeah. And, and that, that's more my point is why, why? Is yeah. that guy rather than the two exactly. dudes you're already paying money, getting these looks, getting the space? Three guys you're paying money. Darren oh, Waller. That's fair. That's fair. Darren Waller. Yeah. Yeah. That, that. Would he, he is he like eleven or twelve now? Uh, something like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the, it was like right before the, the season started. You know the the simple answer would be, oh well, you know Devonte's presence opens up this and that for other people. I'm like. To an extent, yeah. Okay, so then Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller should be your leading receivers. But at the same yeah. time, <laughs> at the same time, if you look at any of the the good play callers right now in the NFL, they still find ways to get their guy the ball. Absolutely. Like, you know, obviously in my team, Cooper Cup, he didn't have the best week this last week, but everybody knew that Cooper Cup's going to get the ball all the last <laughs> year. What do we do? We found out a way to get Cooper Cup the ball anyways. It's, NFC Championship game. Brutal. Yeah. The Super Bowl, the last drive Brutal. to win the game. Yeah. Everybody knows where the ball is going. You just have to not only trust your guys to get it done when you know that everybody's going to know that Devontae is going to get the ball and that car has to get it to him, but you also have to help and scheme those kinds of things and giving uh, you know, Matt Collins or whatever the same amount of targets and way more production is not, not only a bad way to run your offense because Mac's not going to win you games, Devontae Adams is going to win you games, Bingo. but it's also not great for your locker room either. Yeah. Um, and so it's just really confusing. And obviously Devonte came out and talked about how he was a little frustrated, um, with these first few weeks. So and, they have to turn it around fast. And, and you have, you have 27 million reasons why you yeah. should throw yeah. to Devontae all, Adams. all the reasons. And, and that, that is genuinely my point here. When I put, and I'm, I'm pinning the blame on Josh McDaniel for the simple reason of you went and paid all this money. You got your guys, you paid your three guys and then you aren't giving them the ball, that's on you. That's not Derek Carr's fault when you're scheming a certain way. Clearly, they're calling plays for a dude. They're like, well, he's going to be open. You're overcomplicating a scheme to get your fourth option, maybe fifth probably going into the year, the ball more, and that's just yeah. ridiculous. Also, not seeing a lot in terms of overall with Josh Jacobs. Nope. I mean, that dude can absolutely stud? catch. Yeah. Um, he's a stud? Can finish plays. So I, I just think that this is honestly a thing where McDaniels was like, oh, this is so exciting. I got all these playmakers because he didn't have those in New England. And uh, and then just was given the keys to the castle and he's misusing it by over scheming things. And you just need to simplify this crap and let it go. And then I think I think, too, they. Obviously, they got Devonta Adams, um, honestly, great on their part, only a first and a second for him. And what we saw other wide receivers going for for trades. Uh, that was that was great, um, and then they you know they 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 got Chandler Jones, but then they did nothing to address the secondary. Again, I keep coming back to that, and it's like, how do you expect? And like, obviously, they know that that this league is you know they're all, it's all offense, all that kind of stuff. How do you well, expect your team to think that? Oh yeah, we just we'll just we'll just pay these guys, 
um, we'll just um, trade for this guy. And then, then we're, then we're just not even going to address arguably now one of the most important parts of a, of a team because of how pass heavy this right. division is, and, but the league as a whole is. Yeah, absolutely. And this is just so short sighted by them. Their defense is going to be bottom four in yes. the league for sure. Uh, right now, I believe they're in the bottom two moment. Um, but just wait, because uh, a couple of those bad teams get some injuries and they'll be right there with them. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, they're just going to get stomped on six games out of the year. We know that, uh, yeah. you know, coming in. And they, they don't have the world's easiest schedule. Um, they've got to play the NFC West. Um, so, good and luck. And their own. <laughs> yep, good stinking luck. So. Uh, I want to move to the last game in uh, the AFC South. To bring up a point here, uh, the AFC South went 3-0 and against the AFC West this weekend because the Jaguars beat the crud out of the Chargers. Um, and not just like beat them. They put up the most points in the NFL this week with 38 and then held the Chargers to 10. In the last two weeks, the Chargers or the, the Jaguars defense has given up and <laughs> it's pretty easy math here. Five points in total on average here a game. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous what you're seeing out of Doug Peterson's team. Um, I'm going to I'm going to give all the props over to Jameson here who who called that. Um and uh, he's hoping for a nine win season. Let's they, go Jags, they're, baby! They're already twenty percent of the way there. Might not even be a wild card. <laughs> oh man! Right now they, I mean, I can't necessarily disagree with you. They looked great on Sunday. I would say Justin Herbert clearly playing with oh, yeah. injured ribs. Yeah, uh, did not look himself. What a I, I I I mean I know we all love him, but like super admire the fact that he finished that game when it was a blowout. But at the same time, I was like, hey, Staley bro, needs get to off the field. Out. Get yeah. off the field. The thing, every player's going to want to be out there for their guys and all that stuff. But as a coach, mm -hmm. take that, that's where there's you have to be. More, protect him from himself. You have to be the there's voice 14, of reason here. There's 14 more games left. Jo Josh Allen is still playing in the fourth quarter. You need to get off the field. Because yeah. if that dude lands on his chest... Yeah, the other Josh Allen for those of you who don't. Yeah, know, yeah, obviously. Josh Allen, the Which defensive end for the Jaguars. He's been having a great season, and so far. he's about to be a household name uh, if the Jaguars keep winning uh, the way that they are. I, I mean, he's known to football fans. Like, if you're a if also, you're a good good football fan, you know Josh Allen already. Yeah. But hey, yeah. Jaguars, um, don't trade him for the love of God. Uh, yeah. You you, you actually do a really good job of drafting defensive players, so but them. you do a really bad job of keeping them on your team. <laughs> yeah. So pay him. Yeah, pay him. I mean, have him reset the market. I mean, that's what's, that's what's going to have to happen. It's always the who, the next guy up. I mean, they they just leave the Jaguars and go win Super Bowl. So who cares, right? Um, you know, I yeah, absolutely. This this was impressive though, and I mean, I gotta say, all of a sudden you've got. You, you've just got guys making plays for this team. They're taking care of the ball incredibly well. Um, they are, they're getting stops on third down in a way that you haven't seen the Jaguars. But what, a, what an incredible gift to a fan base that has been tormented by bad coaching. You haven't heard a word out of Doug Peterson in terms of like anything you know shocking or negative, but you knew you were getting that out of Doug Peterson. The dude's yeah. football. Yeah. He's football all day, every Super day. Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, and I want to drop this as my stat of the week while we're here um, in a moment of hilarity. Doug Peterson is now tied with <laughs> Urban Meyer for the fifth most coaching <laughs> wins in Jaguars franchise history well after done. their win on Sunday. Only took three weeks. 
He's only wow. coached three games, folks. <laughs> he's he's speedrunning this thing. He is tied for fifth most coaching wins Honestly, in a team that is over 20 years old. <laughs> I'm a little bummed we don't have a, really an Urban Meyer story this year. I'm not. Well, I, I am because there was so much to talk about and make fun of. I'm not. Well, okay, but we're going to get those. We got one that we can, we're can. we going to make yeah. fun of in I just mean, a moment, not be, a coaching one. I mean, I there, mean may, we, there may be a coach that gets fired soon. I mean, he's he's in Las Vegas. I mean, uh, he nah, may not make I think they're going to hold Daniel's going to get two years. No, I don't think there will be a shortage of uh, if they play continue NFL this way. If they stories. go zero and six, yeah, nah, he'll be fine. I, I don't think they're going to fire him midseason. I don't think. I don't think. I think McDaniel. They've they've invested too heavily in that guy. Actually, um, the next guy to go is going to be Matt Rule. Let's be real. Matt yeah. Rule is probably on the hottest of seats. I honestly yeah. think Kingsbury is. <laughs> His seed's getting pretty if, hot. If, if it happens the same, the exact same yeah. way that's happened the past like twelve years, he's coached the it's, team. It's fair. King, Kingsbury and, and Rule, I he, I agree. Kingsbury has, two been, seats. has been bailed out by a twenty second two point conversion from Kyle, Kyler Murray. That's literally what is holding on to his job right I now. I don't know what the odds are right now. Like I don't. But I mean, if you were ranking them in terms of hot seats, Rules has got to be the hottest. Yes, and he yeah. like he He's may like, have just kept his job with the with Baker getting that win. Yeah. This I mean, some of his stuff is like truly incompetent. Um, yeah, we kind of talked about maybe we didn't mention on the show last week, but like McCaffrey and Baker lining up a yard from apart. Yes, that was of, for, the that was kind of being a a tell for credit to Orlovsky on that one. Yeah, that it's, was pretty it's just incredible. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's he tough. called it like a coaching malpractice, which is totally true. It's yeah. tough, and, but also the dude has had bad luck. I mean, he hasn't had McCaffrey. The trade for Sam Darnold was... Mm, that's, was that was bad. tough. That was tough. Um, was bad. So he has not had great luck, but also at the same time with this stuff like Orlovsky was talking yeah. about, that has nothing to do with... He, in, with in the with Orlovsky thing, the lack though, of I will personnel. say, um, th- he did respond to it. He's like, well, we did run the ball for like 150 yards, so you know, whatever. Yeah, and then he's like, that's where so everybody, they, if they knew we were coming, that, that's they didn't. Stop that's it. also where it's like, I I don't think you think 150 yards is like as much as it actually is. Well, and I I I mean I, when I understand that you're justifying what, his oopsie here, but yeah, it was. I I think I would though if we were ranking it, I'd rule number one. Yeah. Um. I mean, would we go? I don't want to say Hackett because they're going to give him some time, but he's two and one. Yeah, but he's two and one. He's two and one. Well, I understand they, he's incompetent. Get, they, let's get. They their, chanted a lot less this week. What the clock was? I watched that whole game. Obviously, but they we'll get to that boot, in a moment. They still, they good, still booed Russ they, a lot. Good they, for well, them. We're going to talk about that too. However, they have like one. I think it's like the third <laughs> could, least could you amount get of points fired if you scored? were like eight and four. Like if, if they were eight and four on the season and they're winning games in spite of this guy and bad quarterback play, we're gonna get to the Broncos game in a moment. Could you like really get fired, fired for just sucking at your job? Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be so? Expe- because of the expectations that they themselves I, put on yeah, themselves, I think they think that they are gonna win a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. And if you had, which they're not, by the way, we've they're talked not. about this. Um, they but they think that. And if they think that Hackett being there, because Hackett, we we kind of talked about this in text too. I don't know if we talked about it on the show uh, as well because we talked about a lot of things. Um, Hackett was like Aaron Rodgers' bait. And oh, 100%. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is not there. And Russell Wilson is certainly not playing like an Aaron Rodgers would. No. Um, and the new ownership of the Broncos did not pick Hackett as their guy. So there are... Not- 
there are things there where it's like, yeah. if it's not what they would expect it to be, and they think that we're going to win a Super Bowl right now, um, you know, it could be the Rams getting rid of Jared Goff, just saying we're not going to win a Super Bowl with this guy, and we are in win now mode. We're going to go out and we're going to make a big trade for a quarterback. Well, same and, thing could happen, but with the coach. In this and, and let's just let's just move to the game uh, because we're there. Uh, you know, and and not that we needed to spend a whole lot more time on the Jaguars' thirty-eight to ten win over the the Chargers. Go Jags, baby! Um, Trevor Lawrence, but let's go. The Punt Fest twenty twenty-two happened on Sunday night. Seventeen total punts between the Broncos and the Forty ers Two incredibly stagnant offenses. Um, outside of the Niners' opening scripted drive, which went well for them. Uh, those always do for them, I think. They do. Um, we, I, th- I think we're... Uh, Shanahan puts together a really good script. We're two for three so far this year on on uh, scripted uh, uh, first possessions, but uh, with touchdowns. But uh, no, this game was absolutely brutal to watch. I watched the entire thing end to end because I'm a 49er fan. Did I like any of it? Uh, yeah, yeah. That first touchdown we just mentioned, love that. The rest of it, Jimmy G looked like... He was trying to figure out how to play quarterback deer on the headlights. field. If there's ever a um, definition of deer, really, dear Lord, I it's really 100%, a hundred percent. It is a hundred percent his fault that they lost that game. Uh, he in the in the second half, he made one of the greatest mistakes that you can make. Man, as I a football player, what a um, good a good dude. He's for I mean a couple things. There's that meme that was going around that you sent. Yep. Was that today? I I or did the end racism one. Yeah, he put yep. his foot on racism. Put his foot, but down. Also, put his foot down on racism. He gave Dan Orlovsky a break. Yeah, it's serious. Nobody's happier than Dan Orlovsky about him stepping out. If you were unaware, Dan Orlovsky famously stepped out of the back of the end zone. His giving, was worse. His, his, his was worse. Um, giving the, which the score was very uh, similar. It was the Vikings. Uh, it was against the Vikings uh, back in the season where the Lions went over, which I believe was that 07 or 08. Okay. 08. Um, went over 16 and he gave the Vikings a 12 to 10 win, uh, by stepping out of the back of the end zone. Um, Jimmy G stepped out of the back of the end zone, uh, in the fourth quarter, but it saved the pick six that he would have otherwise thrown. Yes. So actually pick your poison here, kids. Um, I mean, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, all the way around. But then he also uh, had a uh, mess up with the center, uh, Jake Brendel, and ended up fumbling a ball in the fourth quarter and uh, had a deflection that ended up being an interception in the fourth quarter. He missed wide receivers all night, did not lead a single pass out in front. Uh, Debo uh, had beaten a corner oh. who got ditched on the sideline, basically from safety help, uh, 100%, and Jimmy threw it way too early. And uh, Debo had to slow down his pace, come back, catch a ball, and uh, fell out of bounds instead of being think, able to I just literally that, run down for an 80-yard score. I do think that Debo's output is gonna is not going to be as high as people expected uh, this year. I I because so for one, sure. Trey tra- Lance tra- has a better arm, like bigger arm, bigger, bigger arm. arm, bigger arm. I won't say bigger better. arm. We're not going to say more accurate. Yeah, because we we, 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 don't, we we don't know. We about don't know. It. But also because now it's going to take Garoppolo like two, three weeks to get acclimated again because he wasn't throwing Agreed. the ball all off season, and that's just going to slow down Debo. Yeah, and for people not thinking through that, and you may have, and you may have already heard another take on it this week, but um, I genuinely hold to this that uh, Garoppolo did not 
go through training camp with the 49ers. He nope. practiced on a separate field with his own coach. He also had a, had a workout guy. A procedure done on his throwing shoulder. On his throwing shoulder. Season. Which he says is completely healed. Everybody feels like he's throwing well in practice, but he literally only practiced with the ones thing. this, week, this right? week. Yeah. yeah. So he had not... He he said that, uh, having Ayuk and Debo line up next to each other with George on the other side, this Wednesday was the first time that that had happened uh, This since the NFC Championship game against the Rams earlier this year. So I remember that fondly. It's it's been <laughs> it's been a minute um, since he had the experience. I'm not an excuser of Jimmy G. I love hate Jimmy G as much as any other 49er fan. I hate that he limits us down the field. He drives me crazy. Um, but at the same time, we know that his win percentage is 63 and, uh, the dude just wins games. Didn't win this one, lost it all by himself. That's, yeah. That was, what, yeah. what the standout was from this game on the 49ers side, and we'll get over to the Broncos after this was that their defense is unfreaking real. Yeah. And I know the Seahawks got to see that obviously last week and experienced it firsthand, but, uh, to watch how they dismantled what the Broncos were trying to do with every opportunity. I mean, they are, their field position was pretty good on several uh, possessions. Broncos know what they're trying to do? No, uh, I don't really <laughs> no. think so. No. Um, but, Anyways, but genuinely, like, it, was, it was impressive to watch. 2.8 yards a carry is what the 49ers are surrendering to the ground game Which right saved now. saved my fantasy, by the way. <laughs> Thank and, you. And also, um, you know, I... I I've not gotten to see him a lot because nothing happens when he's out there, but I got to really see uh, Charvarius Ward for the first time make some plays this week. And outside of uh, Russ's one great throw of the night where he threw a back shoulder um, uh, uh, when Charvarius was lined up against Cortland Sutton, it was a very good throw. throw It was the only great throw I've seen him make in a minute. But um, outside of that, Charvarius Ward uh, is a name that people should know. You only know him by a stat box right now. Because his guy doesn't catch the ball. That's just what it is. Yep. Um, but dang, was he impressive. And, and to add on top of that, too, not that I want to you know, wax poetic about the 49ers, <laughs> sure. but I, I really do think that Huafanga is going to be probably one of the more underappreciated Bro. guys in the league. But I he think he's going to be appreciated by the end of this year. He, he will be. He, he, he's not going to be a name necessarily, I think, to a lot of people that don't really follow it. But well, he should be because that guy is a monster. I mean... It, it didn't take Paul Amalu long to find his way. And if you are comparing a style of play, yeah. and I know it's a little bit unfair because it, you know, one Samoan to another here. Yeah. But if you're comparing the way he plays, I mean, seriously, if they could just give him the number 43, it'd be pretty yeah. dope. He, um, I think he plays just I like I think him. if he steps up his marketing game, he... Dude, they need to be in a commercial now, together before the, the end of this NFL shoulders, season. Another needs, head, that, yes, yes. He needs to be the new think, guy. Now... Let's go. The Niners will need to be good enough this year for that to happen. Yes, absolutely. But I, I really do think that he's going to be one of those guys that it's going to be not just like 49ers fans know this guy, not just like diehard NFL fans know this guy, like people are going to know this guy. Yeah. And, and he, he, he's a he's, stud. He is special. Yeah. He's special to watch out he's there. He's just everywhere. Like um, every forced turnover. I didn't get to watch much of this game. Well, I, I mean, I was, but I wasn't paying as much attention because yeah. it was kind of a snooze fest. But. Any Fair. any Niners game that I had tuned into so far this year, it just felt like every turnover, like he was there uh, doing it, something, getting a hand on a ball. Plays, he's hitting people, hit, yeah, hitting somebody. Uh, he met was that it was Melvin Gordon in the backfield mid handoff on yeah. on Sunday yeah. and he's, dropped uh, him. He's a special player. So 
Yeah, if anybody is wanting to pay attention to something fun on defense for whatever reason, yeah, uh, because that might outside be of your own the, team, yeah, that might uh, yeah. be the name of the game this season. That's that's a guy right there. And I, another cool side story from this game was uh, there was a photo that started circulating on Sunday of a 49er player named Drake Jackson, who was the Niners' first pick in the draft this year as a second rounder, and um, he uh, he had taken a photo with Russell Wilson when he was at a football camp. Um, and then he just so happened to get the opportunity Sunday night uh, to the first time that he faced Russell Wilson to sack Russell Wilson. Nice. Um, and that was really cool to see that that full circle as a cute story they had. But speaking of Russell, holy crud, did he suck? Has he sucked? Like he was. I haven't watched a whole Broncos game yet. I hadn't had a reason to. He looks extremely. Dang, that was bad. Extremely washed. <sighs> This isn't like a stat of the week or week of anything uh, for me, but I, I was just curious the other day, um, and and most of this again is going to be something that we talk about in our uh, defensive conversation. Um, but I was like, there's a lot of teams that just aren't really scoring, and I looked it up. There's only one team that has scored fewer points than Denver, and it's the Colts, and they got blanked in a game. Jeez. Um, Denver's, 16, 16. You're telling and, me, hold on. The Bears have put up more points than Denver? Yeah. Yeah. By Because uh, the Broncos uh, scored 16, 16, and then what are they scored? 10? 11. 11. 11. They've scored 43 points this games. season. So that's 14.3. Indianapolis Ooh. has scored 40. So that puts them at 13.3. Um, the funny thing is when you, and again, also just the disparity between the top and the bottom here. Sure. Um, the bottom three, Dallas, Denver, Indianapolis, 46, 43, 40, uh, Seattle and the 49ers, by the way, tied 47 points. They've both <laughs> scored this season. What's that? Oh, what's um, that? Our offense is better than the Broncos H- offense. Houston, Eat my shorts, sco- Russ. Houston has scored more points than Green Bay, by the way. Uh, that's so funny. That's, that's <laughs> that hilarious. But not that surprising. Uh, well, but, it's quality opponent. But issue the top too. three, Baltimore, Detroit, number two, Buffalo, Let's go. they go 99, 95, 91. Ooh, so we're talking about like, that. Denver's getting doubled up by Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Points scored the season. Oh uh, no, yeah, hey, building the hey, culture. Hey, you know what? He 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 wanted to go somewhere where he could be a, a top five quarterback. Um, and so I think he's really proven that <laughs> yeah, he is a top five worst. Yeah. yeah so I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get it treading. Hashtag let Russ crook because he's stealing money from. So it's more let's cook Russ because that's what's that, happening that, that too. That, that's what that's the defensive hashtag. But our favorite quote of the week is attributed to Eli Manning, yes. who literally dropped the mic in the Manning cast Monday night. Speaking of Russell Wilson, uh, or Sunday night. What? Wait, what am I doing here? My yeah. brain hurts. Monday Sun- night. Yeah, he said it yeah. Monday night about the Sunday night game. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, he said they should have paid that punter two hundred and thirty-five million <laughs> instead of Russell Wilson. And also, it's actually two hundred and sixty-five million. Well, so. two hundred and thirty-five is coming in for sure. Yeah. Um. But no, I I I love the Mannings. We've we are big fans of the Mannings. We always have nice things to say about them. But mm-hmm. Eli, super underrated on the jabs. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, super I mean, underrated. When you, have to, when you have to deal with Peyton your whole life, you kind of have to. I mean, I love how Peyton makes fun of him that he eats during like every Manning yep. cast. Um, that's always fun to watch. But Eli has no problem picking at players a little bit. Well, can we can we not forget the legendary? You guys can blur this, right? <laughs> you gave the devil bird on national TV. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. That's fair. I I, just, I I love them both. I do. I do love. Uh, I I do love them in general. But 
again, you could go at, and I'm going to come come back to some stats on on this when we get into some other segments. But uh, dude, that that offense is atrocious. It's so bad. They have weapons. There's no excuse. I'm benching uh, Judy. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, they're uh, not even using Javante Williams. That's that's why I won in fantasy this week. Yeah. He wasn't used. Yeah. He used yeah. Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Well, it was it was actually a pretty well, not, even, not even carry that. split, I think. Not even but that, but they, they just the, the plays were not super effective at all when he was in. If he it's, gets it, the ball at any point, or if he scores that last touchdown and, instead of uh, Gordon, well, I think he yeah, ran it in. And it's also in part because when Javante is in, you know that they're running the ball. Well, and they're yeah. also bringing in this other dude for thir- uh, the third down back when Javante Williams is literally can be in every down back. Yeah, he does Melvin, not have Melvin's hands, but and he's not a he's not the blocker that Melvin is either. Yeah, yeah. But, so, but but again, you're bringing in that some third. Yeah, like, no, I agree. One of those two guys should be in. So so that is that is dumb. Hackett is dumb. Russ is playing dumb, and I'm <laughs> loving all of it because that means we like I'm I am I said this in our group. I I am rooting for every team that the Broncos are playing against because that means a higher draft pick for us. Yeah, and also that'd uh, be hilarious. And I mean, dude, if we had. Top five, like two top five picks. This that year. would be hilarious. Which would be so awesome. I mean, right now, we're just right now, it's good offenses away from getting there, man. I, mean, I will say though that Broncos defense the, was pretty the, oh, the yeah. defense is they, legit. It is good. The uh, defense that jewel is legit. dude playing middle linebacker. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. no, their defense is um, they their defense hard, is bro. for real. But I, but a defense. The defense needs the offense to score points. Yeah. I mean, they they're do. they're undefeated pretty handily if their offense can do anything because their defense yes. has been very very stout. Yeah, I I and I'm gonna say this, this kind of, I mean they they did punt the ball ten times. The Broncos did in this game. Um, but this is the epitome of what that game was. Says a lot about the 49ers defense, but I think says even more about how Russ does not have command of this offense. Hackett has no idea what he's doing as a coach, and their coordinators are sucking it up in terms of uh, the offensive production. And they twice had a drive start at the 50-yard line and gained zero yards combined between the two possessions. Zero yards. And I watched, I mean, there was two runs on those two possessions, and then there was four pass plays. All went, it, uh, There was two sacks on those two possessions, and then there was two incompletes. That's ex- mm-hmm. The same thing happened on both possessions. It was brutal to watch um if you are a bronco fan it was super fun for me and fun brutal. for me and fun for grant oh dude but i know i'm being so petty was, right now it was bad but it, um, it was bad i'm just saying it because it's it's true geno smith is a better quarterback than russell wilson right we'll, now. we'll move on to some yeah. other games i do uh, uh i do want to mention oh, this too grab it um just real quick i know it's not a fun topic for you but on that it's fine on that jimmy um safety play you also lost trent williams for x amount of time yeah no this is a good mention uh looks like trent's gonna probably miss a month uh high ankle sprain or something like that it's it's a high ankle sprain but it's not severe thank goodness so it's pretty mild in terms of how high ankle sprains go those are a lot more tricky than lower ankle sprain you lower ankle sprain you can be out two maybe three weeks um and uh but it is it is a high and he got stepped on by a broncos defender while he's backing up you know clearly uh Nobody's going after anybody. I don't think anybody would go after no, Trent Williams. No, but um, that but is no, the worst a, outcome a boo boo for a terrible play that you could have had. It's not the fact that Jimmy D. Oh, did oh yeah, that's stupid. worse. Absolutely. It's that you lost Trent Williams. Yeah, because Especially you know with what the Rams happened coming on, up this week on the next possession. Jalen Moore first pass 
Um, he got beat. Jimmy got rid of the ball, which ended up being incomplete, and got lit up like a Christmas tree. Yep. Uh, from from Randy Gregory. Uh, I mean, dude left the ground and just yeah. leveled him. So you know, uh, tough beat. Yeah, the Niners do have a guy named Colton McKivitz, uh, who's third year in the league. He's going to be starting the left tackle. He's kind of played around the line. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a little banged up going into the week, so they weren't going to play him unless they had to. After Jalen Moore got beat up, though, um, they got him out of there real quick. And uh, he will be starting at left tackle. Um, and uh, the Niners do get some other help back on the offensive line this week, so they'll be able to shift some things around. Um, but th- you can't lose the best uh, offensive lineman in the league and not have it affect your team pretty negatively. So yeah, I'm not super excited about that personally. Um, but we will we'll pay attention to it. I I wanted to touch on a couple other ones. I I know we're running uh, we're running a little long on the segment, so we're gonna push down. Um, we'll touch on really quickly. I'll just I'll just say it out loud. The Rams did beat the Cardinals twenty to twelve. What else is new? It's um, like eleven and one since McVay's gotten there. Cardinals offense looks like tr- absolute trash. Uh, at the moment, no touchdowns in that game allowed for them. Uh, what are they at? Like two or three, three touchdowns for the year, something like that. Four, I don't know. It's uh, pretty. Cardinals? Yeah, it's, it's like three, four. Yeah, having Kyler good. Murray as my fantasy quarterback has been super fun this year. Yeah, well, that only ended up decent for you once so far. I think. Um, yeah, twenty-five. Yeah, last week. So, um, now that that was uh, it was. I mean, score-wise, it's a close game. It's for the majority, the Rams Akers, looked in control. Cam, Cam, Cam Akers had he had came, a score. He ran far. And fast, so he, he did fumble. Uh, he did that too in the uh, red zone again, which was kind of a classic. But it was nice to see like him get going a little bit. Um, they should just have him only run to the right. Yeah, that way he can't fumble the ball. Yeah. So that that was pretty encouraging <laughs> just for keep me it to the outside to actually see him doing a little bit. Um, obviously, McVeigh likes him, but he does have those moments uh, where he will put the ball on the ground. So that game should have been even more. Um, yeah. blown open. It should have been like a, a 27 to 9, call it that. It ended up being like a 20 to 12 because we turned that over and allowed another field goal. But right. um, yeah, obvi- like it is what it is when we play the Cardinals at this point. It's just kind of rinse and repeat. What a good division uh, win for the Rams. It, it, it was big for us this week to kind of set ourselves apart a little bit. Two and one. Everybody else is um, one and two. So, um, and having a division win already. And then we obviously play you guys next week. Hey, that's for the division lead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, winner, winner takes the division lead right there. So, and then we actually turn around and play you guys in like a few weeks after that. I know it's weird that both those games are so early in the season. I, I don't like when the division games aren't spaced out. I like the, we we should play you guys pre by later. It's probably going to be for the division kind of game. Yeah, maybe, I mean they're gonna play it that way. That's maybe for they're sure. like, oh, they're gonna play in the playoffs anyways. Like, let's just get them out of the way. Maybe, we'll <laughs> maybe. the good win for them. We mentioned the Vikings, uh, Detroit Lions game. Uh, or that the outcome of that at least Lions blew that one. Uh, Lions blew that again. A ten point lead in the fourth quarter. We were super bummed about that. I was honestly um, surprised on uh, the the Falcon Seahawks game. Was like an interesting game. It was a fun game. Uh, Twenty seven twenty three. And Mariota. He was Let's my fantasy go. quarterback this week. Let's really? go. Yeah I, yeah, I was in. Okay, listen, I had to get rid of Matt Ryan expeditiously. Yes. Um, and, good word usage. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to do Trevor Lawrence quite yet because he's on my bench. But now now he's kind of made the leap for me to where he's going to be my guy. But Mariota did, did me pretty solid, I think. Yeah. And I was like, he's playing Seattle. So right. I'll take my chance. Oh, uh, yeah. Our defense is horrifying. 
It is so bad. Like it's in, not great. In the, in the true sense, not like horrifying, like horrifying defenses are typically described. Yeah. It it is it is not great. Um the uh I, other other quick one, quick hit here was uh the Bengals uh beating the Jets twenty seven to twelve. That was an expected uh Bengals trying to get it going here. Um there no real stats there that the Jets are just really bad. Uh they need they need consistent quarterback play. Um and uh their defense has got to put a few things together. They're uh, young, they're a super obvious. young team. Very young team. Remember Especially that was that what was that eleven draft picks this last year? Yeah. And I think eight of them made the squad. So yeah. you know and a lot of those are defensive right. players. And, so and you know that that's just gonna be a thing for a while. Um the uh last one to touch on, um uh, or last two, uh Thursday night football might have had the dumbest ending in the history of football games. So funny story. Okay. Um I two weeks ago picked up the Browns defense yep. against the Jets because I was like, you know, it's the Jets. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Obviously, I, they paid for it because the Jets ended up winning and only got like three points out of them. That sucks. I forgot to check to like replace that, replace that, swap out that defense. You left it in. So I left it in and I was like, oh, crap. And I'm like shooting myself in the foot. They have like two points. And then that happens. And I was like, I got, so it ended up giving me 10. So I, I guess I had four yeah. points. I was still mad. I was like, hey, I got 10 out of my defense. That yeah. works. But I also had Najee Harris who had the fumble. Yeah, so, so he dropped him from like 14 points to 11 for me. So I which made me really grumpy. I had a really sad one come out of this uh or which almost ended up being really bad and I I was going to feel like a bad friend. So uh which I was stoked at Najee Harris's production until that fumble by the way. Um that is a uh, in the A league that is a 3 point drop. Yep. So that sucked. Uh um, So I really only got 3 points yeah. from it. Yeah, and that's fair. Um so had- but uh, there was a massive sports betting push last Thursday that uh, uh, the show that that uh, we all love, uh, Pat McAfee pushed real hard on uh, FanDuel. There was a parlay that got put out. It was Najee uh, for I believe eighty plus, uh, or no, sorry, Najee for a score, Chubb for a score, uh, Chubb for eighty five plus. And then the Steelers uh, had to, I think, lose by seven or less. Okay, that's the line. Well, do the math. Najee scored. Chubb, 85 yards. Chubb scores. Then it goes to the spread, which was exactly seven points. And this, the, the line was actually seven and a half. So they were in it. All that had to happen there was for someone to get freaking tackled or for the Browns to not walk it into the end zone. It became the second worst bad beat in the history of the NFL (laughs) as it swung to a 13-point margin and Pat McAfee and all of his dudes lost their collective minds. It was an 800 to 1. So that means you get eight times your dollar. Okay. So if you put in a hundred bucks, you were walking away with eight hundred bucks. So I have a friend who uh, who has a FanDuel account and lives in another state. And I said, "Hey, man, I was listening to the show, and I know you like drop like ten bucks on something every now and then. That's about what he he think he put fifty dollars in on a promo thing or something like that one time." Yeah. And uh, and I said, "So you know, I know you're not a gambler, but like if you wanted to, if you've got money and still in your account, you should drop it on this." He's like, 
oh, he's like, dude, that all seems really doable. I was like, yeah, no, I, I think it's really good. And the bonus is incredible. I, I don't ever bet sports at all. And I was like, but I'm, I'm pretty good at math. That's a win. He's like, well, actually, I got like 75 bucks in there. I'll drop it all on it. So he dropped 75 bucks on it, gets the beat. And then I get a text message immediately following the game. Dude, are you kidding me? He's like, I thought I was, I thought I was walking out with some bucks. Like, what, are you kidding me right now? He's losing his mind. FanDuel, good on them. Uh, refunded everybody on the bad beat and just took that parlay. They do that? Uh, yeah, they, FanDuel is known for that. Wow. On the really bad beats uh, like that. There's been just a few of them where they've gone back and done that, but they literally refunded hundreds of thousands of dollars. I, I think it was... Actually, I think it ended up being like 1.2 or 2, 2 million-ish, something like wow. that, on that one parlay bet uh, that, that Pat was pushing. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was that was stinking brutal. But the end of the game there, uh, yeah, it ends up being a 13-point margin. They don't kick the extra field goal on uh, unless it... Or the extra point, sorry, unless it matters in terms of the game score. Um, so that ends up being a 13-point win for the Browns. But... Uh, realistically, just reminded us that Mitch Trubisky still sucks at football. Still very uh, bad. Very bad. Jacoby Brissett is still an adequate backup quarterback and fill-in uh, should you have a major injury on your team. Uh, he looked okay against a TJ Wattless uh, Steelers defense. Um, but, you know, Nick Chubb looked great, um, and he's very good at football. So that's always fun to watch. Um, neither of those teams are going to make the playoffs. Uh, that's pretty obvious at this point, I think. Um, unless Watson comes in, lights it up week 12 and beyond. Um, but uh, yeah, nothing special about those uh, those two teams. I had a lot more fun watching the Monday Night Football game, uh, watching Daniel Jones run for his stinking <laughs> life. Uh, we mentioned at the top of the show, 24 uh, quarterback pressures in that game. Dude, Oof. the Cowboys front looks so good. Micah Parsons is again so terrifying. Yeah. Oh uh, my gosh. Front runner for defensive player of the year. I don't he, think it's particularly close at the moment. No. And dude, uh, he is all of that. Dark horse though. Darius Slay. Well, I I'm not gonna disagree. I, I, I think Micah That's Parsons. A good dark horse. I'm, just, I'm just thinking like like who, I was just thinking who about other names you could throw in there. Sure. Again, you had his name earlier, the corner for Detroit. He's just been locking everybody uh, Jeff down. Jeff Akuda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Locked up. It's hard they, for a corner to win it. I will say. Uh, yes. But Stephon, Gil- Gilmore did it because you got to have Gilmore. some. You got to yeah. have some digs esque numbers in terms yeah. of the interceptions. But, but when we think about it, it's like um, uh, Joey Bosa. He's going to be out with a groin for a little yep. bit. Um, Nick got a free sack the other day. Yeah, because uh, that was not a sack. He a hundred percent trip. He will Russ. be a guy that, um, depending on how the Niners do and what his production ends up looking like from a numbers perspective, because that's always attractive. Um, yeah, if they w- if they want to count uh, quarterback pressures, uh, <laughs> yeah. as a stat, um, um, he'd he'd be right up in the top two right now. Um, you know who my? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But my sneaky, we were talking about him earlier, Josh Allen. Yeah, dude. For if the Jaguars' defense it, really ends it, up being that good, if the Jags are legit, I you you could very well see. Maybe maybe you have the MVP is Josh Allen, and the Defensive Player of the Year is also. Josh oh my Allen. gosh, that would be great. That'd be fantastic. I don't think it's gonna happen because I think Michael Parsons That'd be awesome. is that good. But yeah, I, like I, I think it's Michael Parsons right yeah, now. Yeah. Michael Parsons is the is right now. Right yeah. now, right now, the yeah. best defensive player in the yeah. league. Easily. Which, for that award, doesn't quite matter as much because I don't think the Cowboys are going to really 
going to be any good. But um, that doesn't matter. Yeah. For defense player yeah. of the year, that doesn't matter yeah. as much. Um, no, I mean, I mean, e- e- even offensive player of the year, not really. Yeah. Not really, but o- offensive production usually is going to like it, it, relate it more towards to winning. Win. Yeah, sure, um, sure. But um, I, yeah, Mike Parsons. But it was is, is a beast. Super fun to watch them. Uh, I am not a Cowboy fan. I am a hater, hundred uh, yeah, percent, oh, absolutely. But uh, it was it guys. was actually a lot of fun to watch them. That defense work. Um, Daniel Jones, I didn't didn't necessarily look horrible or anything. Um, uh, by the way, uh, RIP to Shepard's uh, season. Uh, poor dude has yeah, just gone rough. through it. 29 year old going to miss his uh, third season. He, he, I think he might be done. Um, dude, it, this could end his career, which obviously yeah. burn MetLife ACL. I should mention ACL. Um, their turf is just terrible. It, I, it, I think they should be, haunted. the NFL should need to do a better investigation. Remember, this is the same stadium so many people have been hurt here, yeah. and they've been saying it forever. Odell was ta- popping off about it again. I have it right this here. Is, this yeah. is Bosa. Yeah. You got you got the stat, or you're or you're watching the play. Sorry, watching, yeah, but this just, is where oh, this well, is where was, Bosa Odell went down. Go off on it. You yeah. know the 40, 49ers lost two players in the same game uh, in twenty twenty. It's bad. In that stadium. Like it's, it's bad. It's not a coincidence anymore. Now it, um, it's absolutely horrible. And and his in particular was super Dude, freakish it, because he was just kind right of jogging it off. Jogging. And and let's not forget. Blake Martinez, by the way, uh, ended up getting uh, released from that team because the dude, uh, his ACL went as well mm-hmm. um, on that field uh, before the season even started. They were doing yeah. uh, they were doing their practice uh, run through stuff. They believe that was September first, something like that. Um, and uh, and his was gone. So like, yeah, I mean they they got to know it too. At some point. You can't just be like, well, it's a coincidence. No, it's not a coincidence that your field takes more ACL MCLs than any other field in the league. That's not a coincidence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I I will say Giants actually looked like they were in control for a lot of that game. Cowboys made some good uh, adjustments at the half, finally put some points on the board, and then were able to uh, to just literally sit back and go after Daniel Jones. I've not seen a quarterback look that uncomfortable in the pocket uh, with what the Cowboys are doing to him. Honestly, I cannot remember the time I saw a guy literally running for his life. If Daniel Jones wasn't as fast as he is, um, they would have been in massive trouble. And and I'm surprised, honestly, he made it out of the game without any kind of injury because he was getting hit often, hard, fast. Um, So... Good on him. He survived. But uh, the Cowboys pick up the win uh, on Monday Night Football. Uh, that was a game that uh, went down to the wire as well. A great cap to uh, week three of the NFL season. I want to get into, we've talked so much about defense. Um, I looked up uh, some defensive stats and then came across uh, a few different things today. Um, and so I wanted to bring this up because I thought it was just super relevant to our discussion here as we've been talking about great defenses. These are the top five defenses so far in 2022. Can, uh, I, can I guess them? Yeah, like, uh, what do you... No, 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 in order. Guys. Okay, sure, sure. You guys want to try it? You, you both want to take a shot, or you just want to give it to Grant? Um, I want to give it a shot. Okay. So, so I've got all five of them, all five of the names, teams. We have obviously mentioned all of them today. So uh, go ahead. Bucks. Eagles. Broncos. Niners, Bills. Bucks, Eagles, Broncos. 
Niners. You Bills. got four out of five. Oh, what? I think the missing one is the Dolphins. You are also wrong, but Dang. close. You ready? Yeah. Cowboys, number five. Oh, oh. that makes sense. Oh, okay. Uh, makes sense. The Bills, number four. Tampa Bay, number three. The metrics, by the way, are all statistics related here. Yeah. Um, the 49ers, number two. The Eagles, currently number one. Yeah. They swapped uh, places this last week, even with the 49ers having a good week. Um, the What the Eagles did to the commanders in that game was pretty brutal. Yeah. Um. And and to put it in perspective as to why, I'll, I'll specifically highlight uh, our top three here. Um, the uh, the Bucks. Um, you know, we we already. I guess we already kind of talked about what they were able to do. Holding Aaron Rodgers fourteen points, never easy. Um, but they have been the epitome of uh, a bend don't break team uh, that comes after you once you hit the forty yard line. Um, the Forty ers are allowing just one hundred and forty eight. A pass yards per game. Uh, they've got eight sacks, three interceptions. Uh, if you try and run the ball, we mentioned earlier, uh, I think I said 2.7. It's actually 2.8 yards per rush surrendered. Um, it's really a 1A, 1B here with the uh, the Eagles. Eagles right now are giving up only 3.8 yards per play with a 34.5 so third down conversion rate. Um, they have uh, in week three, they had 17 quarterback hits. Remember, nine sacks we mentioned against the commanders. Uh, they're now responsible for 24 quarterback hits, though, and 11 sacks, though, nine of 11 did come in one contest. Um, I am really curious, and I feel bad. I should have put this game in our pick 'em. I'm just going to throw it in there. We're going to do six this week. Um, That's fine. Because, I need some help. Because the Eagles are playing the Jaguars this week. Yeah, and that, I cannot believe that's that that's my, a game I want to watch. Other than Rams-Niners, <laughs> that is my personal game of the week. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, it's not surprising any of those teams are up there. I'll give the honorable mentions were the Packers and the Broncos, so you guys are not far off, uh, with the Saints, the Chargers, and the Dolphins rounding out the top 10. Um, I'm not surprised to see most of those teams in that spot. Uh, but let's check in, or actually, I got my random question of the week right here. This is where we're at in the order of things. So I have seen so much content about this. I'm curious. I would like to hear Grant's opinion first, uh, not because he's currently watching a baseball game, but and possibly watching his team go down in flames here uh, in the bottom it's of the, top, what is this? No, it's top of six. It's 2-0. Top, top of six. Okay. Well, yeah, but the bases are loaded, so... Okay. Uh, we let's, have the best let's make you talk while your team potentially gives up a grand slam. Um, if that happens, I'm walking <laughs> it's a out. Two-two count right now. Um, so this last week, um, Pujols' 700th uh, home run gets hit. Dodger and, Stadium. Yep. And uh, and there all of a sudden there's all these posts going up um, because he is declining. The, the person who caught the ball is declining to just give it back to him. And this is going to become more of a regular thing we've seen in recent years as the value of baseballs has gone up where fans tend to keep it rather than give it over. Um, Mariners just got out of it. Um, so now that you're relieved, okay. uh, your opinion, if you were the guy that caught Pools' ball, let's give it that perspective. Okay. Are you giving this ball back? Are you asking for some stuff? Are you asking for money? Are you going to keep it and sell it in an auction? What's your perspective on what should be done with these major milestones? I'm somewhere in the middle. I would give it back. I would, I would give it back. Of course you would. I would give it back because, t- 
to me, I would love like a signed bat, like a signed jersey, something like that. You so, know what you could, you know where you could get that is literally anywhere that they sign jerseys and bats with your millions of dollars you could yeah. get for that ball. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I understand. But no, I'll give it back. I would play hardball though. Like, okay. I, like All right, I, what are you pushing for? What do you put? If you got, let, let's say, let's say, say, this I, is, say, say I get judges 62nd. Okay. Like, like, All right. Say, like, let's give you, I'll give you that one. That. That's fine. What are you um, asking for? I would ask for so that'd be if I was a Yankees fan. Um, I would I would ask for season tickets. Okay, I would ask for that. That's respectable. I would ask for I would ask for probably donation of charity of my choice. Probably I do okay. that instead of like a cash. And You're then such a good person. And then assigned. Well, I just don't. Whatever. <laughs> um, but then I would I would want a signed jersey and a signed bat and maybe another signed. I ball. could not be okay. further from. Oh, no, I knew you and I were going to agree on this. That's why I asked him first, because I knew he was going to be counterculture to me and you, like 100%. Okay, no, it's just, to me, okay, honestly, I like, I like jerseys way more than I like, like, um, than I would like, like a ball, like, like that ball. Okay. So like millions of dollars. I like that. (laughs) More Uh, than I like a, a shirt. For instance, the story is on the Mark McGuire ball. Okay. The one that broke the single season record. Um, the guy originally the offer from Mark McGuire was a signed bat, a signed jersey. He wanted to meet Mark McGuire in person. That was his that. big sticking point. Mark McGuire turned him down for the meetup and offered him more gear and a f- small financial compensation. He said no dice, and then he sold the ball at auction for three million dollars. Exactly, which is exactly what I'm doing. A hundred percent. Any, I couldn't agree with you more. Any day of the because week. Because I could have what you want, Grant. I could have season tickets. Sure. I could have the jersey. I could get the bat. I could even get a meet and greet with him when I go to some stupid promo event. Yeah. I can buy all of those things. I don't think... I'm the guy that caught that ball. Isn't that cool? And then I sold yeah. it for all that money. And I, then I, I would be would, like, take a photo with me. I would, that's, it would be, that's literally be, winning the lottery right there. Yeah, Why would I just turn that? It's like... Oh, I had the winning lottery ticket, but you know what, man? You can have it just like buy my sandwich. <laughs> that's okay. That's not even close to what I am saying. Well, that's essentially what the judge guy gave it up for on that home run this yeah, week. Yeah, no, that guy was stupid. He literally was like, take a photo with me. And then he took a bat and a jersey. And then he was it. like, and then he was like, so he's doing so much for our franchise, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. that's why I'm not asking. There's, there's paperwork no. involved you, okay, if yeah. I catch a baseball. So, like, so, like, so like, I'm thinking of like what, what the guy who caught Brady's. Uh, who Mike remember last year when he the football when he, the football yeah. that dude got a lot so that dude he did like like that's what I would want so he got he got signed jersey yep. he got from from Evans and Brady yeah he, he got another signed football from like the team he got like a thousand dollars to the team store he got season tickets for next year he also got a Bitcoin yep and yeah. he got to meet Tom Brady like that's what I want okay I mean See, I respect that like, yeah. that's what I want if you would have been like I want this I get that but like Sorry, that's what just giving up like, also different for, I don't want just for a handshake of some photos and a you know a flipping like bat and jersey like mm, yeah no there, no, cause, there cause, is cause, a money exchange like, to me I would val- I, to me I just would value all of that more than like you know like three million dollars that's understandable J- just this, because okay. I would love to meet the guy okay. there would be a difference I'd love to have you know credit team store get a bunch of gear signed but here's the thing Grant I mean, no worky. Also- no worky. I am done. Three million dollars. You I'm invest re- that right. You're done. Yeah, I'm retired. You're retired. Bro, I yeah. mean, like, that's I my wife and I have a retirement number, for instance. Like, we know what our goal is and where we need to be financially. Uh, we're we're going on and nobody knows them, but we're going on Grant's in-laws model. 
That is our our goal is mm-hmm. to do certain investments the way they have done it. Yeah. And uh, there are heroes in that regard. Um, and uh, and then just shout walk out. out when I feel like it. But um, yeah, shout out to Robert, who's never going to hear this because he wouldn't yeah. make it this far through football to hear no. me say that. <laughs> um, but uh, I genuinely like that's over my number. Like I'd be done. My wife and I both. You can pay yourselves a hundred thousand. I understand you got paid taxes, so let's just say you ended up with three million. But like you pay yourself a hundred thousand dollars a year for the next thirty years. I really wonder yeah. what, what because the pool holes one that's going for more than three million dollars. Yeah, he better hold that for a minute. They, they also gain value after a few years. Yeah. So it's I personally, I would wait until Pujols is walking across uh, a stage, mm-hmm. uh, getting inducted into the hall, and then Cooper's I'd be town. like, "Hey guys, guess what? I That's have. exactly. I what found I would it do. in my back pocket. And to be fair, the McGuire guy waited until the height of the controversy and then sold the ball. That was brilliant on his part. Yeah. No, that so, was good. But I mean, like with inflation, also to me, like seven hundred. I mean, to me, that's Obviously, now that's 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 way more valuable. He's also the greatest player in the history of that franchise, yeah. And he is their most loved player in the history of that franchise. Yes, that I I I agree with you. I think that ball, if he, they waited till he's ready to walk seven, across eight. it, I, I was going to be in the five to seven range. But yeah, I think it's, it's somewhere in that. Yeah. I think five's probably the low number, and and the high would be in that seven. I, seven I think though, half. if I was pools, I would one hundred percent pay that. I don't think he would. He does. He well. He stated. No, no, if in, I was. I don't know how pool holders sure. money. No, he. I would. It's. It's not a. It's not a money thing for him because that dude's literally worth like a quarter billion dollars. Yeah. Um. He's earned as much as Russ is gonna earn in this one contract yeah. in his lifetime. But um. <laughs> no. He. Uh. He said in the last several years of his life, and and this is a dude who's kind of like gone through it personally here in the last little bit. Him mm-hmm. and his wife ended up splitting this last year mm-hmm. because he decided to continue to play baseball and whatnot. Uh. She gave that as her reason for filing divorce that he was putting baseball ahead of his family. Um, that there's rough. this other guy going through that same yeah. thing that we won't know, need to mention everybody's personal business, but like yep, yep. he's been going through a lot personally. He's mentioned his faith a ton, uh, especially this last year as, and as he's been going through that difficult life circumstance. Um, and he said, you know, I'm just at a place in my life where I don't value material things the way that I used to. I'm really glad for that guy and that he got it. That ball doesn't have a lot of significance to me. What has significance is the fact that I was able to do it. Yeah. I'm just and, here to hit dingers. Yeah. <laughs> and through like three forty since the all-star break. Yeah. All, the also to me, like if I was him, I would want to more actually want to get the one, like the final one to me. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe like that one be like, you know, you obviously you have your first, have your last. Yeah. I, That's I, cool. I would not be surprised if the owner of the Cardinals goes after the 700 club ball or if he gets his last for him and like purchases. Yeah, I forget the family name that owns the team, but like that would be pretty cool of them to do uh, is to go get that. But yeah, anyway, it was I'm, our, yeah, I'm absolutely cashing out. Yeah, we're ca- uh, I'm ca- I'm, so we're cashing out. He's actually met us in the middle a little bit. Yeah, I felt I'm like t- he came. The, the only time I would do a, a pseudo circle, grant here would be like if it was my team, nope. I would be more willing to accept like a team offer with like the player paying me money or whatever. I would, I mean, but like when I'm detached, like if it's not my team, if it's not like if I was at a baseball game, for example, I don't true. really care about baseball. I'm like, I don't have any attachment to this. I don't feel like I need the team to give me anything or juice me in any way. Um, okay. Cause like if it was the Rams and I was like, Hey, uh, like this is the Super Bowl touchdown catch that Cooper cup had. 
uh, I somehow have my hands on this ball, I would be like, if the Rams are also going to give me some crazy compensation and some cash, then maybe I'm considering it. But there's still a there's still a seven digit number that I have in mind. I'm, I'll be honest with you. There is there is a statue that you saw a statue set up at the uh, at Levi Stadium in San Francisco of a particular play that happened in which the 49ers uh well it was dubbed I should say the catch yep okay Joe Montana hits Dwight Clark in the back of the end zone against the Cowboys in a shouldn't have won situation and the 49ers go on to uh, to beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl right after that but they call it the catch. That is the most famous play in the history of my team. If Dwight Clark and Joe Montana had a million dollars combined and offered it to me, I would not give them that ball. I would hold out oh, yeah. for that money right now. Like I, I absolutely am that person. I respect it. I love it. But if some idiot or if Dwight spiked that ball and I happen to be in the second row and I caught it, dude, that's my ball till I die. Like I or until I decide I want this much money. Like I love them. Those are my heroes. I I love Joe Montana. I loved Dwight Clark. R.I.P. I uh, loved my 49ers, but and love my 49ers. But no, no, absolutely not. I will cash That's out. Fascinating because I would be so like so say say Julio Rodriguez gets 700 in his career and I catch that thing. Cashing I want, out. I I well yeah I'm cashing out, but like I'm I'm gonna give it to him even if it's not a. Like monetary wise, even if it's not worth a million dollars, but it's a handful of you know season tickets, Bitcoin, or I'm still you know, if Bitcoin I'm giving, won't if exist. I'm, if I'm returning <laughs> it at any point, it's not happening when I'm in the stadium. I'm taking it home. Yes, I'm gonna think on it. And there's oh, going to no. be paperwork involved, regardless. I will not let my conscience get the better of me. I will bury that thing in a safe deposit box, and I will wait it out. <laughs> I am a hundred percent because I because for me. It's silly that people are willing to pay that. And I get that it would be somebody's like, I value this it's and like this the means so much to me. And that again, except actually relevant because it's. But honestly, I could just hand history. them a different NFL football from another game and they wouldn't be able to tell. There's no significance to that ball. There's Unless significance they have to the accomplishment. Uh, they, I don't think they're not. I don't think they're dotting them. Well, but even if it is. I think they're it, dotting them for the team, they, they but I don't think they're have dotting some serial number on it, one, but two, they're not three. checking that serial oh, no, number. Oh, no, that might be fair. Because uh, they used to have a tracker in them. Yeah. Oh, it's true. They may. They yeah, may. But also, okay. now, nowadays. But they wouldn't be able to tell. Okay, but yeah. also, how often How often are you um, catching NFL footballs and keeping them? Those are much harder to... That is true. Those, those got to be handed to you. they got to be spiked, the or they got to be tossed or particular, kicked. If yeah. I happen to be where that ball ends up Bingo. In, in this massive universe... That's mine. That's I, I paid to be there. Part of baseball is catching home runs. That yeah. that ball's mine. Just because it happened to be your 700th, that just means I'm rich. Well, I don't want to beat it to death, but clearly I'm selfish. Uh, Jameson's almost as selfish as me, and Grant's a better human being than us. Yeah. Except for he sucks at the thing that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, <laughs> Which is what? Take him? In a little bit. I said in a little bit. We're, so first, we're going to check in on fantasy. I don't suck at fantasy. No, we're it's it's pick 'em, Grant. You suck at pick 'em. We're gonna talk about it in a little bit. I'm fun. Fantasy, okay. um, <laughs> uh, fantasy football this week. I'll be honest, still going rough for me. I I am waiting on Hopkins to come back. Could he use those points? Uh, had two winnable games. That I wasn't able to sneak out. Um, and uh, but genuinely, I think part of this problem is because of the defensive push 
in the NFL right now. A lot of low-scoring games, and unless you happen to have one of those guys who's hitting, like Lamar, like Josh Allen, if you went and invested in them, you probably have won a couple of games or it's all the, of your games. Honestly, right now, it's the quarterbacks that are that are winning making the, the difference. Yes, yeah. absolutely, mm-hmm. because they're spreading the ball around like crazy. I mean, Stephon Diggs hasn't hit yet. Jamar's had. I mean, last week or not Stephon Diggs. My bad, guys. Justin Jefferson. I don't know why I said that I was going to say Stephon we, hit. We yeah. won. Justin Jefferson had thirty points. I understand. You never give me a. He has guttered the last two weeks. Yes, well, yes. Okay, a number for a number one pick, massively underperformed in the first three weeks. Correct. Okay, as a whole. Correct. All right. Stefan had a massive game last week. Um, but like, there's a lot of first rounders that aren't doing a ton. If you're like me and Grant, you invested heavily in the mix and Najee stuff. That's been brutal so far. It's like one has a decent game, and then the other one just sucks it up. Um, we, you know, you haven't gotten that consistency from running back play. And then Dalvin Cook just went down. Um, so, like, guys are not hitting high-end numbers. I mean, McCaffrey's doing good, not great. Yeah, like, he's been he's, good. He's he's probably running back one right now, which isn't saying a whole lot. I think Chubb is. I think right now Chubb's the number but one I, running back. I was back looking at McCaffrey. He had 14, wise. 17, and 12. Yeah, I mean, which okay. Is this year? That's fine. Yeah. that, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And wait till week five when he's not playing anymore. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's dies. been a defensive, uh, just brutal fest. I mean, against positional players for the most part, guys hitting here and there. Another injury one uh, that you, and, yeah, and a pickup that you need to consider, by the way, Kent Herbert, you need to go get. Because Khalil my, Herbert. Uh, Khalil, I wrote the wrong. No, it auto-corrected me. My bad. Khalil Herbert. Uh, going in for David Montgomery, who's down. Looks like he's going to miss some time as well. Uh, we never know with Dalvin Cook. Like it could just be two weeks, but how, for however long, Madison absolutely goes in and tears it up. Yeah. So just and go get him. He he's got the history, so you may as well have the insurance anyways. Um, pick other pickups you need to consider. Dobbs from Green Bay. Uh, you should go get him right now. Uh, dude just put up almost twenty this week. Uh, in a half point anyway. I think he clipped it pretty easily in a um in the full PPRs. Uh, if you are quarterback needy right now, uh Trevor Lawrence is still available in about 38 40% of leagues. I, he, he's officially working off of my bench this week coming need, to starter. You need to go get him. You ESPN, need to go get him. ESPN folks, uh he's only rostered in 50.9%. Dang. Yahoo uh, uh, is uh, ahead of that. He's uh, over 60. And uh it, it's only seen a 1.2 I'm sure later on in this week as waivers start clearing that might yeah. change. Well, um, for sure, for sure. He, uh, currently, he's the the tenth position rank for for quarterback in ESPN. Also, yeah, so. um, he's a QB one in fantasy. Yeah, uh, Jared Goff is only rostered in forty five percent, which we hit that hard last week. I follow up and say it again: if you are quarterback needy, check out his matchups. Look at yes. what you got. But uh, and, and hopefully C- you've already Seattle got a starter. This week, in there. That's a cupcake. Yeah, yep, you should and be starting him this week. Uh, we mentioned it earlier when we were talking about uh, how few points uh denver puts up um they've put up the second most points in the league yeah that jared goff's not the greatest quarterback but when you're scoring 95 points or whatever monson brown josh reynolds jamal williams swifty swift Swift might be out for a few weeks oh that's true i did Uh, see that with with the jamal end up scoring two on sunday if you can get jamal right now i I do have some jamal insurance start him this week against the seahawks um but that is going to i think uh allow jared to even spread around a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I Even think. Hawkinson on and, and certain matchups is super viable he, right yeah, now he, that you, he should be a TE one. So keep, keep your eyes out for Goff. Um, 
ironically, and this is who I actually started this last week, but uh, Mariota, he was playing yep. uh, Seattle. So he was uh, a matchup uh, quarterback for me. He's actually uh, only rostering about 25% of leagues. I wouldn't say go out for him, but the, the Falcons are like an oddly frisky team at times. They're good for some garbage points. Mariota is kind of the dual. Threat. Well, and if you're, if you're looking at spot starting quarterbacks right now um, with Mariota, with Wentz being in that conversation, yep. Goff, if if Goff has a tangible, like doable thing, go for that. Okay. Goff should be first over both of those guys Absolutely. in terms of points. Mariota on the high end is going to hit 20 in a week, um, but Goff could literally hit mid 20s uh, to high 20s and get you those extra points. Uh, I mean, he had what, a four touchdown game earlier this season? Right. It, it's things like that that can just happen. Yeah. He was, I think he was 27 or 28 in that game, something like that. Yeah. Um, yes, he's going to throw an interception here and there, but um, that offense is clicking. Um, you know, and not forgetting they have DJ Shark on that team too. Like they, yeah. they got guys. Um, so start what you can in uh, out of these pickups, grab some people. Um, I want to mention a couple trade targets right now. If you can get Drake London before he takes off, get him. Because mm-hmm. I watched that dude's highlight reel from the first three games. He is all of the things. Now, he was injury prone at USC. You don't know how long he's going to go. But if you've got some pieces that you can move around and you've got a need for either a wide receiver or a flex, Drake London should be a target. DK Metcalf right now is probably the lowest he'll ever be sold. And I'm not saying the Seahawks are going to take off, but being a number one is inevitable. You're going to get number one numbers at some point, even on a bad team. He may end up with Mooney's numbers for last year, like a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. But if you can go get him right now while that offense is not producing high, that would be a great get. I just mentioned both Najee and Mixon have started low. This is probably the time that you could go get them. They do have good games coming. So there is plenty on that schedule that they're going to go get, and those offenses will come alive at different points. Um, if you at all get a trade offer uh, for, you know, if you're a little wide receiver heavy and you switch it up or you got a backup quarterback and somebody's in need, uh, look for the opportunity to go pick up one of those two guys while they're mm-hmm. currently more in that downswing low, like uh, them as a potential trade two, target. Uh, two super sleepers that I'm really liking that I have on waivers currently in, in leagues that we're not involved with. Doesn't uh, matter. They won't know by tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Zay Jones. Zay Jones. For, for Jacksonville. Yep. 8.7% rostered. Yeah. And uh, he's currently, um, this last week, uh, again, could be flash to pan, but if you're looking for a guy, put up 24 and a half this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 catches, 85 yards, touchdown. Week one, 12 and a half, a, a bit of a dud against Indy the week before. Um, and then I'm looking for a tight end, and I was looking at Tyler Conklin. Yep. He's only rostered in 11 and a half percent of leagues. Right now, he's currently the third highest rated tight end in fantasy uh, and has had um, nothing below 10 points. So okay. far this season, 11, 11.6, 10, 16.4 um, for the last three weeks. See, and I'm, I'm pretty deep uh, in the A-League right now, and I saw him available, and I genu- I'm, I've got two guys. So I've got, I've got your guy. I've got Higby, Higby. Who's, who's having a, a decent having, year yeah, so far. Um, he's, he's a TE1, um, but I've, I have Waller in that league. And I'm literally looking at Conklin, and I'm like, do, do I start three tight ends maybe? I could get double digits out of all three of these guys with yeah. matchups coming. Um, um, well, at least at a, I, at a Waller and Conklin, I could this week. I don't like Higby against 49ers at all. But, yeah, me either. Um, um, but yeah, that, that 
that's a honestly a viable thing. If you can get that 10 plus, if you're in the half point PPRs, you're getting 10 plus from any position, be about it. Yeah. Right now, you need to get all the points you can get. And and I like the Zay Jones uh, pick in particular just because I do think that the Jaguars are going to be not maybe not very good, but pretty good. And, um, and, and that should be a grab and stash because they are playing the Eagles this week. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, at, you know, there's going to be more than one guy. You know, we know Christian Kirk is is their number one guy, but he's not such a number one that only the ball, but he's not volume targets. Exactly. Zay Jones um, is. And so I think that's a pretty key thing. So you can maybe get in early before the Jaguars hype train really starts rolling along. Sure. Um, the one thing I would caution with Tyler Conklin is that um, I think most of these numbers are coming because Joe Flacco is kind of a savvy vet uh, and has actually been performing fairly well. I that's don't fair. know I don't how like long, him as much with Wilson. I don't know how long that lasts when Wilson's back. So just keep that yeah. in mind. And that's coming. And that is coming. But if you're, if you're desperate and you need a guy, um, those are a couple extra ones that are rarely claimed um, in, in a lot of ESPN leagues. At least. Uh, in the world of, in, in, in the world of trade targets and pickups, remember that right now depth is what you need. Stop hoping because this, the defensive matchups uh, that you're facing right now, probably through week five or six, um, you know, with particular players that got, have already gotten drafted, um, they're, they're going to still be a little bit rough, but stop hoping on some of these rookies. Go ahead and abandon ship on key players that just aren't producing. Devonta Parker's a drop. Um, Mooney's a drop. Let go of those guys. Build your depth. I said it I, uh, either earlier to you guys um, or when we were recording. Again, I can never remember. But I also moved Judy to my bench um, yeah. after this last week. And, and no Judy, there. Judy should be on, on the bench. And you he, honestly you should probably, to, you shouldn't trust any. I wouldn't trust their receivers right now. If he now tries to Denver. force the ball to Sutton, that would be the only guy that I would even consider hanging on to. Right, and you're looking but, at eight, nine points there right now. Yeah. I, I would say it's a bench and wait scenario before you start. I, I'm that way with several different players. Uh, I'm not going to trust it out of the gate. We're going to wait it out. Um, but like, if you've been hoping on Kenneth Walker, um, you can go ahead and abandon the yeah. Seahawks run game at this point. Um, the, uh, I, there's a few other guys you could maybe look at if you've got two quarterbacks again, because you need to build your depth. If they're not a QB one or in that top 13 range, dump them, dump them. Now go get a wide receiver, go pick up Zay Jones, go get, um, you know, and if you can get Trevor Lawrence or if you can get Herbert or um, Madison, the running backs there to replace guys, go get them. If you can get Romeo from Green Bay, go get them. Um, get this stuff because it's depth that you're going to need. If you picked up Dotson last week um, and then he got absolutely clean, don't drop him yet. Wait on that. Um, they played the Eagles. Let's move on. You know, they got to get past the Cowboys. That value is going to be there. You saw what he did against teams that give up uh, bigger plays. Um, so build that depth however you can do it. But this is the time. Don't worry about taking losses early in the season. It's a long fantasy season. We got that extra week now. Um, you know, I'm waiting for D-Hop uh, massively. And I've got a couple other things that are going to come around for me that I'm waiting on. Elijah Mitchell's going to come back. All that kind of stuff. Build your depth so you get there and you get enough wins and then push forward. But build it right now. 
Um, we're going to play a little game real quick. And this is a uh, audience participation game. We don't uh, get to do these very often, but I, I dreamed up a little thing this last week. And uh, so the guys are going to bust out their phones, take down their answers. We encourage you to do the same. I got five questions. These are all quarterback related in the NFL. All right. Let me pull up a note here. And we're going to go run through all five of them. And I this is a don't cheat. Okay. So... Uh, they're just looking at their notes. You at home, I mean, you know, this is the honor system, as it always is with anything we do on the show. We don't know your life and what you do personally, um, but uh, we want to play this game. Let's see how you do. I have no idea if what you game can keep up uh, with us. I yeah. literally just said, Mr. Watching My Mariners all the time and not talking into a microphone. Um, uh, we're in the middle of trying to break a 21-year drought, so yeah, yes. Well, you know... Uh, we are in the middle of a podcast that That's you co host. It's a sports podcast. Yeah. Well, so I'm it's watching sports. Football, and um, we've already talked about your game a couple times. By the way, your team's going to lose this game. Um, so uh, this is know, know the quarterbacks. Okay. Um, and we, again, five questions uh, about different stats uh, early on here in the season. I think we'll be a little surprised at some of them. Um, not shocked, but uh, on others, but maybe uh, have a hard time remembering some of these numbers or names. Here we go. First question: Who is the only quarterback in the NFL with a thousand yards after three games? Don't say it out loud. Put it in your phone. We're going to do this, and we'll come back and give the answers. Who is the only quarterback? I'll give about ten seconds. Uh, with a thousand yards. Now, if you were doing, if you're pacing this, by the way, as I you guys saw are considering, this, and now I'm this is second guessing myself. The, the, this person would be on pace currently for 5,700 yards. That's what they would be on pace for. And and believe it or not, uh, there's two quarterbacks nipping at a thousand as well. We're looking right now. We're on pace. I believe it's for four uh, that would clip 5,000 yards this year which would be, of course, the most in the history of the NFL, but it's 17 games. There's like three guys that I have in my head, and I can't remember which one it is, so I'm just going to roll. All right, guess one, one and we'll move on to the next question. Three NFL quarterbacks have negative interception-to-touchdown ratios. Three. Who are they? I will give you... uh, The only thing I will give as a hint is that two of them are in the NFC. There's only oh, one in the okay. AFC. Again, resist the temptation. Don't say it into the mic. But no, I'm not. I'm three. Just, I'll the, give you a little longer on that one since there's three names. That just changed what my, my 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 idea, my thought. So okay, the NFC. Yep, two are in the NFC. One is in the AFC. I don't think the names, one of the names might surprise you, but the other two I don't think would. I think you'd be like, oh, that makes sense. What, I, wait, so one's in the AFC? One is in the AFC. Okay. I'm going to give a minute. This is, you're not supposed to have silence on a podcast. That's not real becoming of the podcast. So I'm legitimately thinking, like, <laughs> I'm using all my you're brain power. You're asking questions. Okay. This, it is a tough question. I will say that's, uh, to me, that's probably it's the hardest one. This one's where I'm drawing a blank on all the quarterbacks in the NFC right now. Okay. I mean, I can name them while you're sitting there if it helps. Yes. Okay. Do you want to break some silence? I'll break some silence. I'll, I'll give everybody at home that's listening, in the car, whatever, 
Um, a little bit of help with this. Let me grab. Let me let me grab this. Sure? Yeah, I I'm not looking up stats. I'm just I know, looking I'm up not a, a list of the teams. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll say them out to you too. Um, so I, you NFC. don't feel like you cheated out. So I'll give you the NFC teams here real fast. Yeah, uh, teams is fine. Uh, 49ers, the Packers, the Bucks, uh, the Rams, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Commanders, the Bears, the Panthers, the Saints, the Vikings. I think I've got mine. The Cowboys and the Giants. All right, he's got three. I got I got three. Grant's got three. All right, we'll move on to the next one. That, that was a tough question, I will say. All right, we have we've said one of them out loud multiple times tonight, and we specifically highlighted this person's uh, stat. So I'll just say the name. Carson Wentz has been sacked 15 times this year uh, so far. Who is the other quarterback that has been sacked 15 oh, times? Exactly 15? Exactly 15. Oh. They, are, they lead the league in times sacked. Oh. AFC. I know. Okay. All right. They both got it. I just wasn't sure if that number was more than 15. I thought it was no. more than 15. That, that's what I thought. It must yeah. have a good week. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. Um, who has, has more passing yards right now, Brady or Rogers just played each other this week. Who has more passing yards right now, Brady or Rogers? And then this one's pretty simple as well. Uh, is Trevor Lawrence's QB rating over or under 102.7? Pretty stinking mean, high. Mean passer rating? Yes. Sorry. Did I, yeah. break, I wrote QB. Darn it. Yeah. QB, QBR, QBR is, is a trash is, stat to me. Yeah. But passer rating, for whatever reason, I think is valid. Yeah. Passer rating over or under 102.7. All right. Let's go to the top. Who is the only quarterback with 1,000 yards? Tua. I was going to say Tua, but I said Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Ah. It is Josh Allen. Uh, just over 1,000 right now. Tua's close, though, and, and I think Lamar's close, close right? Uh, Lamar's, yes, Tua, Lamar, and... Flacco's up there, too. He has like 900. Yes. It's Flacco. Flacco's in fifth now. There's one other one I'm missing. But um, the three NFL quarterbacks uh, that have negative interception touchdown ratios, who are they? Jameson? Who'd you go with? I said Mac Jones, Justin Fields, and Baker. You hit on zero. Okay. And one of them you're going to feel really bad about. Okay, so I'm going. I, I said Baker. Okay, that's understandable. Yeah. It is. Uh, Davis Mills. I believe that Baker's three and three. Okay. Yeah. Davis Mills, because I just haven't heard anything about him. Okay. And then Danny Dimes. So. Did I hit on one of them? Nope. Dang it. You guys ready? Is it Mitch? Matt Ryan. Oh. Oh, I was thinking. Is your AFC. Fumbles. Okay. In the NFC, Jameis Winston. That doesn't I surprise did, us. I did think that was when that I doesn't thought. Surprise that, us. I, w- I was close on that one too. That it was that or Baker for me. For me, it was the that other one, one is times. from a two and one team. Matthew Stafford, four yeah. touchdowns, five interceptions. Oh come on, yeah. You know yeah. He didn't throw. Well, I he didn't throw a touchdown this week, but I just yeah. didn't think about it that much. Right, right. So well, he, if uh, they he win, would, then it's yeah. 
Um, but yeah, he's currently at four and five. Both Jameis and um, Matthew are at four and five. Matt Ryan is at three and four. Uh, who has more passing yards right now, Brady or Rodgers? Wait, what? Those what the one the sacked one. Was, oh, sorry, I skipped the sacked one. Yes, <laughs> is it Burrow. Uh, it is Burrow. Yeah, okay. Joe Burrow hey, is the is the other one that's been I, sacked I, fifteen. Threw me for a loop because when you said exactly fifteen, I was like, well, I I'm pretty he, sure Burrow is like seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> um, who has more passing yards right now, Brady or Rogers? Brady. I said Brady. It is Rogers. What by eleven? Oh, oh wow, okay. six hundred eighty-four, six seventy-three. But here's the thing. They are ranked 28th and 29th in passing yards in the league so far. Yeah, I know that. I know that they both are not. It's not high. And 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 I know we went over it extensively about the defenses they faced. Yep. Yeah. Um. In particular, Rodgers, but that is where they're at at the moment. I I almost thought that Brady throwing for a little more than Rodgers did on Sunday may have bumped him up. That, that was that's, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. Is Trevor Lawrence's passer rating over or under 102.7? Our final under. I said under, but like just under. It is over. Man, we suck at this. One hundred three point one. His lines are just really over. close. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I figured. I figured it had to have been if that was the question. Yeah, and um, he has thrown for seven hundred and seventy-two yards. His touchdown interception is six-one. Most That's impressive thing on him, and it's a credit to his coach. Yeah. And what he believes in terms of uh, winning the game in the trenches, he has only been sacked twice. In three games, yeah, which that's uh, how you win games, kids. Right there, he was negative touchdown interception all of last year, and mm-hmm. and by the way, that so was dude every just, quarterback pretty much last year. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Mac Jones. obviously not, but seemed like it. Zach Wilson played awful. Mac Jones was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just just saying though, he just played the Chargers, and the dude has only been sacked twice. Yeah. Um, interesting stat on uh, on passer rating. Um. Russ has the lowest in the league of any quarterback <laughs> that has thrown a pass. I'm not just talking <laughs> starters mm-hmm. of anyone that's thrown a pass at 83.2. I'll cheer for which you. Which is abysmal. This week his was 75 against I'll cheer the 49ers. For you when you that did not help him out at all. When which is retire, funny I'll because we were just talking about boom. how Justin Fields has only completed like 23 passes all season. Right. And and uh, to his wide receivers. To his wide receivers. Yes. Um, but genuinely like it Actually, was no, hilarious looking general. through those so what's that i think that might just be in general i think he went eight eight seven for completions did he yeah is it that bad yeah oh gosh man well dude that that texans game he was like four for 14 in the first yeah. half or something i mean and and right and, and pardon me though game and i i after i watched the bears play in week one i never wanted to see them play football again. i so I never wanted yeah. to but i had no choice really yeah that's fair um so uh, we're going to wrap up with Pick'em as we do most weeks. Oh, I need to throw one more game on there and update you on where we're at as well. Uh, Grant? Yes. You suck at Pick'em. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you suck at life, okay? It's fine, but you I, suck at Pick'em. I, um, I feel like I definitely missed some this week, too. I can never remember what I did. Wait, wait, my wait. wait. Did I only get the one that I went against you guys on last week? Uh, no. Okay. No, because you went with us on one, and you got that one, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grant is now, uh, he's bringing up the basement at 5 and thir- uh, of 13. Jameson oh is now gosh, at so 8 bad. for 13. I am at 11 for 13. I only missed one again this week. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Freaking Bills game. So, I'm averaging one right a week? 
There's been uh, three weeks no, of football. No, 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 no. Give yourself credit. You're you're almost at two a week. Oh, I was five of. Th- oh, okay. I some yeah, I you got f- you went two. You went two for five. <laughs> you went two for five this week. Woo! Um, which is the second time you've done that in a row. Um, so should I just? I'm okay. This week I'm gonna stop doing this. Okay, you need to stop being your counter self. Like I want to go for the underdog or the one you guys don't root for. Go for the winners, bro. Go for the winners. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna win. Last, I'm gonna win. Pick them this 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 season of Sportsify. Just yeah. as a reminder, <laughs> the probably not. Um, just as a reminder. Oh, okay. Uh, I said probably. But statistics are against you. There's two of us and one of you. Yep. Um, I'm gonna place top we, three. I call it right week now. Last week we picked Steelers, Browns, Bills, Dolphins, Raiders, Titans, and Cowboys, Giants. Uh, the and then we took the college game of the week where we all ended up taking Tennessee. They did win that game. They were yep. the home team. Uh, that was a shootout too. Uh, but uh, Tennessee got the monkey off their back and beat Florida. Um, I was the only one to pick the Dolphins. Yep. Grant was... Uh, a statistical anomaly of a pick em win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair. Grant was the only one to take the Titans. So he got that. Yeah. Um, and then... They both uh, stink. We, yeah, they're both not good teams. But we did not have a sweep except outside of Tennessee. All of us, That was the only one all three of us took. So... This week, and I, again, need to add that Eagles. Well, let's just start there. Let's go Eagles and uh, Jags. My bad. I don't know why I forgot that. Uh, who are you taking in the Eagles-Jags? Zag for the Jags, baby. That's what I'm doing. I would normally pick the Eagles, but this is going to be my Zag this week. I'm, going, I'm rolling my Jags, dude. You're zagging to our Zig? Yeah. Yeah. I'm all, all aboard Trevor Lawrence. No, I, dude, yeah, I'm I'm happy for him, happy for that team, happy for that city, uh, happy. I mean, yeah, I have I have no reason, I have no ill ill intent towards Jacksonville, so I'm going. But that being said, I'm gonna Peter's, go. Doug Peterson revenge tour. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh yeah, I forgot about that. Wait, how did we miss that bit of? Spice? Oh my, wait, oh, is that the Jags though? Or is that, um, if it is, it makes me feel even I better. I apologize. I did not have that in front of me. Somebody want to grab that while I'm finishing yeah, I'll up look. here? I'll look real quick. Yeah, that that would... I, Again, I, booing. I think maybe we should hold until... Because that's got to change your mind. No, I'm, no, no, I'm going with Jags anyways. Okay, well, then I'll fill yours I'm, out. I'm, that's fine. Th- this is going to be my, my one... Free money. Uh, you know... Grant move? Not, not necessarily pick up my brain. Jags my at Eagles. Okay, Jags, I do. Yeah, I'm definitely picking the Eagles. I'm going to be picking the Eagles, too. Yeah. Sorry. All I think right. the Eagles will win, but for my pick'em's sake, and because I have I, to... I feel like you're supposed to pick the team you think's going to win. I I think the Jags have a chance. I agree. And, and I, so a I, 50-50 I, shot, some would say. Yeah. Flip, flip <laughs> a coin. Any one of those. I'm, I'm picking the Jags. Uh, hey, All right. I think I'm going to roll with them. They're my boys now. All right, next one. Chiefs at the Bucks. I think the Chiefs are just healthier right now. Okay. And I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I am I am I like that. But that Bucks defense the defense is disgusting. <sighs> for sure. I Top I three. Top I just don't three. know if the uh, until the Bucks are healthy, I don't know yeah, if they I can know. score That's enough really, points. Is this is this again, I want to know where this This m- is at the Tampa, Tampa, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Okay, I'm gonna go Bucks. I'm going Bucks. Yeah, because Mike Evans is coming back because he he just served his, he his suspension. Um, 
And so I think just having him. Back in the lineup. Just remembered. What's that? I need to put him back in the lineup. Yeah. So I'm going Bucks, the home team, that defense. Um, I think if Leonard Fournette rushes for over 85 yards, then the Bucks can win. But if he doesn't, I don't think they Mm. can. I I do not like Tom Brady coming off a loss and betting against him. So I am also going to go Bucks. I can't believe I'm agreeing with Grant. I'm probably going to hose myself here. Um, this, join, this, join me this, in the basement. This is There's where I can potentially make up a couple spots on. You that. could, you could. Uh, hey, hey, this one's this next I'm one. What about me? By the way, these don't get <laughs> these don't get any easier. Um, Ravens Bills. This is Ravens at Bills. That Bills secondary, as we mentioned, completely depleted. Well, so, but, and but the Ravens Lamar secondary Jackson, is not that, good. that was our other yards guy, Lamar. We didn't say that one. That, that was that was your I, number four. I had actually typed Lamar on my note and then deleted it and then put Josh Allen. But before I did, I was like, is it actually Tua? So I, I'll go first on this one. I just think that Baltimore's offense is unfreaking real right now. And as much as I love the Bills, injuries are real. And I don't know that they can win that game at this moment. Give the if now for me the X factor might be Jordan Poyer if he's playing in this game. This is a lot closer than I'd want it to be. Yeah, early in the and week could we give kind them of what they blind a little bit. So it's yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him being out, and I'll say it with that caveat. That's why I'm making the choice. Don't really have uh, the opportunity to do this later, so I will right now. I'm gonna go with uh, you, say, you say Ravens at Bills. Yes, I will go with the Ravens just because I think Jordan Poyer may not play. I'm going with the Bills. Understandable. I, I just again, they're a home team. Uh and I, I just think that they're they're really gonna be focused this week. Um, more so than the Ravens, and are really gonna try and reclaim the like, yeah, you everything has to kind of come through us. Uh yeah, I'm going Bills. Um I am very hesitant to pick Bills, but I think that's where I'm going to go. Two of the top three scoring offenses right now in football. Uh, Both teams getting a little banged up, uh, and both teams with guys who are front runners for MVPs. I think whoever wins this game is going to have a leg up on the other when it comes to MVP conversation, Um, because I think Lamar and Josh Allen are both, from a usage percentage, just absolutely dumb. They touch the ball more than anybody. Um, and not just because they're quarterbacks, like the Lamar is like tied for the fourth leading rusher in the league. He's leading in a lot of quarterback categories as well. Um, again, they're all scoring and the ball is going through Josh Allen. The ball is going through Lamar. I just think I, I kind of agree with Grant on this. Like the bills have so much at stake this year. Not that the Ravens don't have Super Bowl aspirations because they're always do. But the Bills are in win now mode, and uh, uh, yeah, Bills. I'm going with Bills. We are opposites on all so far. Good. One of us is gonna get hosted. Yeah, week. this is gonna be <laughs> um, uh, good or bad. Rams at Forty ers Can't say it fast enough. Okay. Hmm. Apparently, he doesn't remember what happens in the regular season. I, you guys split. Don't even. But I will say I feel a little better about it. If only because, unfortunately, like we had mentioned, Trent Williams not there, even though you will have somebody that's going to step in that's going to be serviceable. Um, I, I don't like that 
with Jimmy G still kind of figuring things out and also just being Jimmy G. Um, I don't think it's going to be a very high scoring affair um, as they tend to not be unless we get blown out by you guys, which could also happen. <laughs> um, but is in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that this is kind of a good time for us to meet. I wish our second meeting would be later when we're a little more healthy and kind of put together. But I think at this time in the season, um, with how banged up you guys are, we're not necessarily banged up. We're just not playing great. So and your your is not playing great. Yeah, and sure. and so I I think we'll probably take this one. I wouldn't be surprised to actually lose the one in a couple of weeks. Um, whenever you guys are a little more put together. Um, but I'm gonna go Rams. Great. It, it would be against my. I would rather lose that on purpose. Then pick the 49ers. That's fine. To me, I'm trusting the quarterback play here. Um, I mean, Rams have better quarterback and also not liking Trent Williams being gone. So against that, that D line. So you, that's where I'm going. You, you know uh, who doesn't have a negative touchdown to interception ratio? You know who Ruffle? hasn't stepped Jimmy out of the G. back of the end zone to Nicely save done. his own interception? If Matt Stafford was stepping out of the end zone to save picks, then he wouldn't have a negative interception ratio. That's very true. I mean, look at him blowing it bigger. I don't know. Like, whatever. Um, all right. I am, I am going to take the Niners at home. Uh, I almost always take the Niners at home. Uh, and I think that's a, that's a revenge game. So we are all opposites. Uh, still, Jameson. All right, last one in the NFL: Titans at the Colts. This one sucks. I, I told you this is this is brutal. These this is the best games I could find, and it's brutal. Because I think these honestly, these teams are pretty even. I'm just taking the home team, Colts. I'm gonna go with the Colts because I have Michael Pittman on my fantasy team, and I really need him to come through <laughs> for me. Uh, um, Shaq Leonard is playing this week. Supposedly, that is the big. Colts are now whole. I am also taking the Colts and just writing it across the board. I also there, think, I also think there is potential um, for this to be the uh, the first Jonathan Taylor game of the year. Yeah, yeah, Finally. he needs to show up. Yeah. Number one pick uh, in fantasy needs to show up. And then our college game of the week: the War of Words down south, Texas A and M traveling to Alabama. Alabama has not yet like been Alabama other than playing their no namer. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the same exact thing. So uh, for me, this really is more of a toss up. You're talking number 17 against number two. A&M's only at number 17. Cause they have uh, an early, uh, early lost high quality opponent situation. So I mean, but I would say in the war of words, A&M did win that. So I don't know. Um, but it is for me, it's at Alabama. I tend to pick college home teams because of the win percentage. I will say this is the second best team on Alabama schedule all year. And mm -hmm. Texas A&M's good and Jimbo's a jerk. Um, so I'm not going to be shocked if they win though. That would not surprise me, but I'll, I'll take Bama here. I'm taking Bama as well. Yeah. Um, I've I've not been very blown away from what I've seen from Bama this year. Um, I think Bryce can be a little hit or miss um, at times, even though he's probably going to end up being the unanimous number one pick, depending on who ends up pulling that card. Um, 
I, if anything, I'm just going to go off of the Alabama resume, you know, at, for a home game. It's they, until I'm proven otherwise, there's not really a reason, really the only teams, like if this was a Georgia, obviously, or a team like that, then I would maybe consider a little bit more to come into Alabama and win. But I, as good as A&M is, I, I still got to roll with Bama. I would be glad to be proven wrong because who doesn't like seeing Alabama lose? But oh, I love it! It's my favorite. It's literally like second Christmas. It's like the the for me the most important days of the year are the start of the NFL season. That is number one. Um, I would say that Christmas itself is number two, and then number three would be Alabama. So I guess third Christmas. Whatever day in there Alabama yeah. loses. Yeah, whenever yeah. Alabama loses that. That is like literally uh, just a duplicate of my Christmas day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I treasure Christmas because I get to spend time with my family and my kids, and it's fun. Yeah. I do really like it, Christmas but um, I really love when Alabama loses. Yeah. Um, it'll be like when I get to see the Yankees lose in the playoffs. It'll go. be. It'll just make my year. I am. I am all in on anybody but the Yankees now. <laughs> so um, well, I, I hope you guys are keeping track of your pick every week. This is a big um, week. I'm sure you're all beating Grant right now. Uh, so congratulations to all of you. Uh, Y'all wish you uh, step to me. He, you yeah, know, I, we should have I'm done sure this. that you all have gotten half of the games right. We, we should have uh, <laughs> had, uh, for just pick in particular, created like a, an AI character and then just had them randomly simulated pickums and then see where they rank against us just by literally picking at random. <laughs> um, well, the remember when I told you you were going to lose this game? That guy just came into relief pitch and hit and gave up a three run homer there. It's five to nothing now. Um, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll tear, we'll tear. Mariners against baby. the Rangers, by the way. The Mariners uh, are doing what they do best right now. <laughs> Letting it slip away. Hey, I think the Red Sox did their part today. We still have a 99% chance of making the playoffs, but this does not help. <laughs> uh, the Red Sox did do their part. They won 13 9. Thank so, God. There you go. Uh, they're holding off the Orioles. That's right a now. more entertaining score than what we saw Sunday night. That's true. That 13 to 9, isn't it the same? 11 points. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Oh, it's more points. Yeah. It's one more point. That is more than the, that the is, baseball I'll game. I'll tell you what, that is not what the NFL wants. No, not at all. That was really oh my, bad. As a product. They it's go, good they, for abs. They should go back to back. Oh, no, they didn't. Oh, he caught it at the wall. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, all right. While we're trying to keep Grant alive and we're going to go hide the knives, um, you have a great football weekend. We hope you have an awesome time. I'm not going to lie. This I'm going to be my... in Mexico from tomorrow until we come back next week. So this I will have a great time. Podcast. Jason, uh, <laughs> you are, you, it's it's all yours now. Next all next right. week, um, this has been great. Grant's not gonna make it. Um, I legitimately. This they, is how I felt Sunday night. It's. Fine. Le- I mean, at least you have the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. You want to know? You want to know something? No, I don't. Okay, you want to know how <laughs> awful my Sunday was? I'm just gonna say that real quick. Okay. So the Seahawks are playing, and I have watched their defense. Yeah. So that's one. <laughs> Two. The Mariners blow an 11-2 lead to the Royals. Oh, I did see that. That was bad. Yeah. So we have a nine-run inning, and then they go off and have an 11-run inning. Hey, you know what we did share, though, is the Ducks somehow won that game on Saturday. Um, they're, they're, they have my least amount of interest. I um, honestly, the Seahawks do now. I turned that I'm, on at the end just to watch the Ducks lose, and was, I was flabbergasted. That, yeah. was, that was crazy. No. I mean, like, absolutely crazy. 
I could not believe the Ducks came back and won that. That was fun. So hopefully you're enjoying college football. By the way, uh, speaking of the college football, Beavers nearly did go what the Beavers, Beavers do. Uh, I, I was so close. I was ticked. I, I could have had the chance to go to that game. 17 Ended up 14. having some plans Ugh. that night, but I was still tuning into the game. And Gosh, I, I thought we would have had it. Yeah. Turnovers, I was paying attention the whole time. Turnovers killed us. We almost slayed the, we, the giant once once again. The, can I just say it was trash that game ended up on like FS1 or whatever? I had to I had to find why I is have that YouTube not, TV and I have like all of the local Pac-12 stuff. Fox and I didn't to, have it. I had to yeah, and it's USC USC literally yeah. It's a Pac-12 matchup. USC number seven in the nation. And I'm like diving through back channels just to figure out where the shame heck this thing on is. local networks not making that one happen. I, um, I mean, I always we always have ways to watch, but like I will say that Beavers yeah. defense is pretty legit. Yeah. Oh, I keep forgetting to plug this. If you're a sports fan, by the way, um, there is an amazing app that you need to go get. That, that's where I watched it. It is called Dofu. It's D O F U uh, Sports, and you type that in uh, Grant uh, it works all time Grant I you literally use it every single Dude, Sunday I and I watch it the entire time I, I don't know what's Grant up with my is, phone Re- Grant is inept that's my, fine my devices so that, the only but thing that happens does to me not work. it works every single time and I never miss when, when a when a stream gets sniped yeah that's so the only time it doesn't work but you but then, you, then go, you refresh and you go yeah, to another link you just go to another one and then you bounce around that's yep. how I watched uh, most of my games last week. I literally watched every football game that I wanted to on Sunday with that. I I didn't miss a single game. But Dofu Sports, D O F U Sports, you can grab that on uh, <laughs> on whatever your device is. It works on uh, uh, whatever your mobile device is. Um, I'm watching games on my iPad, my phone every Sunday. Uh, we're big fans of that one. Roger Goodell's gonna hunt us down. Stuff. Uh no, forget Roger Goodell. Um, you got he, bigger fish to fry. It's in, well, it's yes. an international app too. The, uh, the government here in the United States can't do jack squat against it. So yeah. Um. And anyway, grab it. Watching it. It is not illegal for you to use uh, at all as a user. So uh, just make your way through the one ad that comes up when you bring up the app, and the one ad for any stream that you click, and you can watch all the free sports that you want. And that's your treat for making it to the end of this uh, two-hour plus. You're episode. welcome. We'll try and remember to push push that every now and then. You guys have an awesome sports weekend. We will, Yay. too. I'll have a great time in Mexico. We'll hide all Ooh. the knives so that Grant's <laughs> here with us next week, and we will talk to you then. Yeah. Later.